You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Gamecasters podcast. Everyone, hold your breath and take off your pants. If you pass out before you get a floner, we have not done our jobs. <laughs> All right, ladies, also, uh, hold your breath and take off your shirt. And if you, if your nipples, welcome to the show. What? Uh, we are nipples? filled to the brim with piping hot urine, so give us a fucking second so we can use the bathroom. Welcome back to the show. Ah. I'm your host, Ryan Forgot to Watch. With me is Natalie the Small Bladder and Jeff the Peas like he has a massive hog gamer. We are back for more gaming goodness ahead of the Origins Game Fair. We're about to go to, for the first time ever next weekend, we're taking the kids and we'll be gaming with them most of the time, but a number of Game Casters groupies, what do they call themselves in the Discord? Castrites? Game Castrites? Game cast, like... What was uh, when you what's castrators. the thing where you cut your penis off? Castration. Yeah. Game castrators. <laughs> game cra- game, they cut game off castrate. Game there was another penis? word they used and I didn't know what it meant. So I didn't I didn't Yeah, something something. Oh. I think it was re- it was something like get like like uh, castration. Anyway, uh, a number of our game castrators will also be there. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to watching them all have fun. While Natalie and I constantly feel questions about how much longer this is going to be and when we can eat and where's the bathroom, even though My you just went hurt. five minutes ago. Stop <laughs> drinking so much water. Will you pay attention? It's your turn. No, I don't think your friend Sadie is here. We'll get Pokemon cards later if you're good. Oh my God, stop drinking water. Will you sit still if I have to watch this one more time and it's just you getting out of your chair to jump three inches off the ground while spinning. We're going right back to the Airbnb. Now let's have fun for the love of fuck. Speaking of that, Scarlet. That seems like it's coming from a place of... Uh... This has happened before. I'm really looking forward to spending quality time with the family. <laughs> Scarlett does this thing. She like has it's like a thing with her. She like has to go to the bathroom constantly, no matter where she is. Who's Scarlett? You said every yeah, Scarlett. five yeah. seconds. I thought okay. you just said who's Scarlett. Who's Scarlett? Oh, we had a third. Wait, yeah, I had Scarlett? a third. But I had a third. It's yeah. such a thing Six years that ago. whenever yeah. we like, we literally will sit down at a restaurant, and Scarlett will just look at me and go, "Natalie, you know, you know." That's all and she says, mean, and, and then she'll like, point down to her crotch. <laughs> Got like, it. That means that you know I'm about to tell you. I to go to the bathroom. Oh, I pooped. Got a wee wee. Oh, <laughs> hey, change me. <laughs> change it up. Let's go. Vacations with little kids are never really vacations for the adults. So we'll be taking lots of pictures in Xanax. And it's funny how you, when you were a kid, you had no clue your parents wanted to kill themselves, but they did. Yes. And now you know that now as you're like, vacations are I fucking work. I feel like I wasn't work. as annoying. Yeah, that's what you think. You think that. But your parents still hate. I'm also p- always surprised that when I think <laughs> about my parents, that they were my age at some point. It's yeah. weird. It's weird to be like, oh, they were my age, hating all of this because the same the way that I hate you, this. And, and also, I feel like my parents were always older than me, mm-hmm. and so like I'm like makes I'm sense. an immature yeah, little I'm normal. A, no, but like I'm an immature little fuck. I'm 40 now. <laughs> my when my dad was 40, like there's yeah, no well, way he, he was like, like this? this. This is what he was like. Like I don't. That's just so well, weird. That's the. Funny thing about getting older is you learn that you don't mature with age. You just stay the same. I, that, that's true of me yeah. so far. Honestly, I really sure. think that's yeah. true. I'm 40 and I still masturbate sometimes. There's people older than just, us. Just that, sometimes? It's sometimes. It's fun. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Have you ever tried it? You should try yeah. it. Okay. It's good sometimes stuff. it's like... <laughs> See, there's okay. any scramble porn on. <laughs> okay. You know? <laughs> there's definitely people many, many, many years older than us who are like... Where I'm always like, uh, I feel like I'm more mature than you. 
You are. Don't judge us. You were born mature. Uh, you're younger Don't than me, judge. so you're not I in know. this category. We, we know. You're not oh. in this category. <laughs> shoo, shoo. Natalie's shooing me like I'm some you know. fucking bug. Her hand like flailing. Like you're trying to strap Cameron into the car, and you're like, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of Shut here. Shut up. You're younger than me. <laughs> but in all serious, we're looking forward to experiencing uh, Origins for the first time. Yes. I've heard it's more of a player's convention, but still has a pretty robust vendor area. And you always hear about how great the food is. So I'm just guessing it's yeah. like 32 locations of island noodles. If it's not, it's a real disappointment. I like that, though. It'll be terrible. I like that. Like, 32 island noodles? Yeah, it's me too. That like, sounds delicious. If we want to play, it's going to be like easy to find space to play. If right. We if we want to fuck, wander. we can leave the kids with the no. game caster people. Go back to the Airbnb. Castrate, team castrator people. Castrators. If you want to wander, there's stuff to look at, and then, yeah, food. Is that what you're looking mo- forward to the most at Origins? What? Wandering food. Yeah, getting food. Uh, I kind of am. Everyone talks about how great the food I mean, is there. I don't. I don't know if it's the thing I'm looking forward to the most, but I am looking forward to that because okay. everybody's building it up. So you guys all better be right. You do I need know. to this That's true. Good. They do. So well, because I like the food at Gen Con. Well, yeah, it's Gen not, Con's got great food. I don't think it's at Origins that they're talking about. They're talking about this place no, in I know. Columbus. I know. It's it's like, like juts this, up to the like, back of Origins or something. It's like some what's it called? From what I I forget the butt plug food? district or what something. What I understand, it. it's like some giant right in the building back. Right in the butt. Yep. that just has like a bunch of different places. It's to that's like called a food court. Yeah, that's what I think of it. So it's a big food court. Yeah, they say it's like a variety of delicious food. Well, and what I what what I've been told is. So we haven't been to origin. So Gen Con is just, as we all know, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people on top of each other constantly. Right. Yeah. I don't think origins is going to be quite as populous. Right. Yeah. What's the, but do we know the numbers? Like how many big, people? I like think I looked it up at one point and there were no like elephants in Ark Nova. So I'm going <laughs> to say 30,000 people. I think when it started, when the, like in the seventies, when silo was, written, when it was written with the silo book, then you it know, had, there was yeah. probably me 5,000 people. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh so, my well, so this is kind of news. I'll just say it. I'm going to go to origins for a okay, day. I kind of was like, I'm tiptoeing around this. Yeah, yeah. I'm tiptoeing around so this. So I'm going to go for a day. I'm going to go to for Friday. So we're not that far from it. About We're about three hours. So all three game casters are going to be at origins. So I'll be there. Ooh. I have no idea what to expect i'm gonna be as we call this a leaf, leaf in the, the wind, wind. be a leaf in the wind and just see what happens Hell walk yeah. around a lot of the gamecaster discord is blowing up with people scheduling games and what they're bringing and all this amazing stuff so i'm super excited um that everybody gets to just kind of like hang yeah. out and 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 do yeah. that i think i'm just gonna show up and like say hi and yeah play work, games just if I work can the room just yeah um or maybe i'll wander the vendor hall maybe that's something like i'm excited to see that in comparison same i know mm-hmm. people like like Origins a lot. There's like an Origins crew that likes Origins a lot. Like the yeah. show. I think it's popular to like hate on Gen Con because it's the biggest. Yeah, like agreed. it's one of the things that people are like, oh, it's this cool is, to hate it. It's better than it's better than Gen Con because I get to do this, and it's like right. it's it's just different. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be. This yeah. doesn't have to be I'm so really much better. Gen Con doesn't have to suck. You're gonna go to Origins and be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, so much they were right. Oh my god. I'm but curious to like see about because we've only been to Gen Con and then Grand Con, which is very small. And a, uh, Jeff and I have been to a bunch of little Michigan conventions, like yeah. Nerdfest. So have you heard of, of that one? Yeah. I'm curious to see what like the middle one is like. Well, this is not just middle. This is the second largest convention in the entirety of the United States for yeah. board games. But it's big. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, this a big, this is going to be a big con. Size, it's just not going to be quite as big like as Gen Con. in the middle of those two? Absolutely. Well, it has to be. If one is, if one is 100 <laughs> I mean, people and like, one is 70,000. It's going to be, no, no way. It's going to be, Uh-oh. I think it's going to be much closer to Gen Con than Grand okay, Con. Okay, so if, if Grand Con is one and Gen Con is 100, where's Origins? 70. 18. Wait. <laughs> what was the question? Wrong. 
She said if, if Grand Con, if Grand Con is one, Four, six, Gen Con is a hundred. Where third, is Origins? Nine, I think Origins is seventy five. Really? That much? That big? It's a bit. It's big. It's a big con. It's not going to oh. feel small like what Grand Google Con. Say? How many people go? Yeah, what Google it, man. Why do I have to Google? You have a computer in front of you. I don't. Yeah, have but a I, my mouse is broke. I mean, it died. My mouse. My mouse died. Double click, double click that shit. The mouse pad sucks. So, what are you looking forward to the most about going, Jeff? I don't know. Um, I. I just really figured out that I was going like now, a couple days ago. Almost. Yeah, yeah, like almost like right now. Right now. Where uh so Devin and I are traveling with our two children to Florida very soon. So we're recording on a Friday, we're leaving Sunday, and that's gonna be stressful enough. We get back Wednesday, and Devin told me last week, she's like, How about you go to Origins and that can be like your Father's Day present? Just go away, right? I'm like, Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. So I'll go for a day. So it's three hours there. I'll probably get up between six and seven and just leave. <laughs> Okay. Show up there. I think the vendor hall opens at 10, and then I'll just hang out until I feel like I'm three hours away from passing out, and then goodbye. And then I'll leave. Uh, I'm excited to see people. I was really, um, I don't want to say, maybe borderline jealous of all the people that are going to be like hanging out. FOMO. Right? There's, a, there's yeah. like a, yeah, there's a, a frat house of GameCaster listeners that are hanging out <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and scheduling all these games. And yeah, I think I just want to see it. Like it's something that I feel like we got to do it. Yeah. You know, we've do been it playing once. board games for a long time. Well, that was probably a good time to do it because you right, know a bunch of people far. going. Yeah, it's so. not that far. We have talked about it every. We talk about it every year. Is this the year we go to Origins? Let's go to Origins this year. We just never do. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because Gen Con is also close by, right. and yeah. it's the bigger one. And we typically love going into the vendor hall. You know, we can, can't wait for that. We too. play games yeah. enough, not enough, but we play, you know, yeah. we don't, we don't, we're not starved for having to play games, which is why you go to Origins. Right. You know, I don't necessarily go to a board game convention like that big. And care about playing. I want to yes. see the spectacle. Yeah, that's you know exactly what, I mean? what yeah. my thought was. Is if Origins is like a giant nerd fest, let's say. Yeah, we have that. Yeah, we have right. Like I, I get. I'm lucky enough to play games weekly, either with our game group, with my wife. We have these like mini fests, or we just have a day where we play games. Yeah, and there are so many people who aren't that lucky, who don't have that, and like Origins or Pax U or these other conventions are places to go and sign up and play all these games. Right. That we're kind of spoiled in that, like, our friend group loves playing board games and yeah. heavy games, and we just kind of can do stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, in two weeks, we could be like, let's hang out and play games all day, and people yeah. would show up and be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, so I, I'm excited to see the vendor hall uh, because I think it'll also be something where I can maybe sit and play some of these games that are that are there. I know it's not like a huge release because Gen Con yeah. is the big Gen Con's the big day, like, right. release game. There usually is the, a few yeah. Origins releases that are okay. Yeah, so I don't even know. I feel know. like you don't hear about like, oh, this game is so great. It came out of Origins this year. That typically yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. It's usually Gen Con or Essen. Yeah, so I don't right. know if I'll walk in or out with many games, right? Like, Same. I don't know if I'm going to bring a ton, if any, or walk out with a ton or any, but I think just the experience, I'm really excited to just kind of see it. See what it's all about. See the middle. See the exact middle board game convention. Yep. Versus like <laughs> 50. With the Michigan oh hanging well, out with here. smelly people. <laughs> How many people go to Gen Con? Like 60, 60 70,000. 70, this says in before the pandemic in 2019. It says exactly half of the people show up. <laughs> it says, you about know, about 20,600 went. And last year, 2022, yeah. only like 11,689. Wow. Went. Okay. That's much smaller than okay. I thought. That's still, I mean, Grand so Con's probably like 1,000. I won 18. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's less than half. Okay. Yeah. That actually is 
cooler. I'm Less okay than half of, of, of Gen Con. Gen Con. Yeah, Gen yeah, Con. yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, in my head, I thought I was in Natalie's zone of like, maybe it's half. Maybe it's thirty to 40,000. I thought it was 30,000 for some reason. But hey. Okay. 20,000, that's nice. 20,000. That was pre-pandemic. And then pre-pandemic. And then last year was, yeah, just so under 12,000. will probably be more than 11,000 this year. I'm I think probably. so. Because yeah. Gen Con seems like, from everything I'm seeing and reading on forums and seeing the map, Gen Con is going to look like... The Gen Con of old. Pandemic, I yeah, think I mean, so. the further we get away from from yeah. Yeah. COVID, the more these are bouncing back, especially because right. yeah. these are big ways for publishers and stuff to yeah. make money and, and have deals. And I'm, you know, I get to see you guys and the kids. Get yeah, that'll see, be sweet. Like, yeah, just yeah, you know. it's gonna Cameron be fun. went to Grand Con with us last year. Fucking love. Yeah, it. I know. You I think that. the girls feel cool, like they get to go to a game convention. Yeah. I'm worried about them. Cameron would just sit and play with us all day. Of course he would. Yeah. If it right. was just us and Cameron, we could play with well, that's all why you guys. I think that right. this girls, might be a good be one to take them to because like Grand Con, like you said, that's us literally sitting there morning to night playing games. They wouldn't enjoy that. I think this is a good mix of You're stuff right. yeah. that you can get up and it'll walk. be better walk for around, them. Like, we can play some games and then before, when they start getting bored of that, we go look around at stuff. Then when they get bored of that, we can sit down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or so you can like, like I think it'll you can work like out split okay. off. Like if if Ryan wants to take the girls and go walk around the hall, and you wanted to like play a game with Cameron right. or sit down, you know, you could do that for yeah. sure. Um, yes, yeah, because you're absolutely. right. Because Grand Con is not there's not a ton of like there's vendors. nothing. There's, there's, there's a few, but, but yeah, but you're not right. Something it's, to like you can take see in. all the vendors in five seconds, like five minutes. You walk through the vendors at Grand, oh, Grand Con. Con. Yeah, there's just like it's. That's what I'm saying. Origins is a big convention. It's um. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Now that you told I mean, me that eleven thousand went last year, I'm looking forward to it even more. Really? Yeah, I like I like the big convention with not a ton of people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. And it's again, it's this Midwest thing where there's a lot of these West Coast ones that get, I'm sure maybe obviously close to that. If Origins is second biggest. Is that true? I think we, so. Are we making stuff up now too? Probably. Because no, so like, what about like so. PAX? Well, PAX and, U isn't technically a board game. That's true. Oh, okay. That's true. Right? So there's other things where BGG. people go to. Yeah, there's I mean, BGG there's BGG, Con. there's that, Dice Tower. And that Gateway to the West I th- or whatever. Yeah, I, Gateway to the West. No, or I think Kate. Origins is bigger than all those. Yeah. That's I would, my I would What do you think is that. like the next biggest one? I want to look up how many. The I would say, let's see, Gen Con is one. I'm going to say Origins is two. Pax U is probably yeah, close. Like but, but again, is pa- yeah, but is Pax U, I don't think that's all only board games. Because, you know, Pax Convention is video is video games. Right, thing. so maybe it's more. Pax U is yeah. unplugged, so it's supposed to be, you know, like. Board, but it's not like a board game convention necessarily like a Gen Con, I right. think. I think it's there's still more focus on... I could be wrong. I've never fucking been there, so I'm just talking yeah. about my... I'm maybe talking about my origins. That'll be the next one, maybe. Because that one's close, that. too. Yeah, I, Pax I don't know close as well. Are we ever going to get over and do any of the West Coast ones? I don't know. I don't we're, think so. We're, okay, we'd have, we're to, we'd have to, like... Yeah, we are. We're there's so a lot close. close to us, for sure. And I'm even, like... There's, like, a tiny part of me that's... No one else hopes this, but, like, what if Gen Con ended up in... In Detroit, one year could that happen? Would Co- they come to Kobo? Like Kobo could hold. They come it. to yeah, Kobo. They were talking in about terms of square footage, it's just as big indie. as as the convention center. So wow. we go to Kobo. But I'm like, that would be so sweet. That would be awesome. Would we like Airbnb or at my house. Yeah, <laughs> you're like slightly more prone to getting stabbed, but sure. it's. I think it's worth it for the proximity. Yeah. Well, Kobo, you know, it's a, that's a good. You know, it's not a terrible area. Yeah. So what else but, are you guys up to then? Oh yeah, BGG Con twenty twenty two, so not this year. Mm-hmm. Only had twenty six hundred gamers. Man, That's Nerd Fest small. is gonna be uh Well, I mean board gamers, there's that. not a ton of us. <laughs> you yeah. know? There's not a ton of and board honestly, gamers. We're I know, but there's the a Midwest. lot of like people yeah. who, a lot of people are. People, a lot of people like know about that one. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Origins or is, do origins we just know about it because we're in like, the hobby. 
Well, BGG, yeah, BGG is, I mean, but that's what, Texas, I think? I think so. I think so. One of, that's one a little bit more difficult for the country to get to, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. You I know, think actually, Texas. and then in 2019, it was like 3,600. So Yeah. So I think Nerdfest might pass. Nerdfest is going to get bigger than those. Nerdfest is going to pass. We had like, we had like 300 people. So We did not. We had like 400 two, people. No. Like eight, we had like 500 people. Two, I think we had 200. I would say at the most 200. There was 600 people. I think <laughs> right. seven to 800 people. We almost there. ran out of badges. Lights. But then we, I was oh. wrong. We found some more, so... Uh, what are you guys, are you guys watching any shows? Or yes, what, are you, what, are you, what hobbies are you guys partaking okay. in other than board games? Watching a new show that you're going to be like, hey, is this this other show that we've already watched before? Um, because we always talk about the fact that these things come out seem like in bunches. So this yep. show on Peacock. Oh. Uh-oh. Now he's going to tell me something. The show on Peacock She's got one I, I thought that you were is called say Based on a True Story. Wait, the show is called Based on a the True Story? The show is called oh. Based on a True Story. Okay. okay. Not actually Based on a True Story. It's not okay. a true story, but the show is called Based on a True Story. Got it. Um, it has Kaylee Cuoco in it. <laughs> so that's a win. Oh, yeah. I've, she was pregnant in this one, right? She's pre- I think she's actually pregnant yeah. in, in real life. IRL. Yes. She so was pregnant in real the, life the, when they filmed this. Yes. The baby is and not like, pregnant. it's like a part of the, it's not about having a baby. But, right. like, she's just pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this guy, Chris Messina, who you would know if you looked at his face. Did you say Christmas Ina? Yes, Christmas. Chris no, Chris Messina. Messina. Oh, Chris Messina. If you saw this dude's face, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy. And I then follow- I'd be like, what's he in? And you'd be like, I don't know. I don't fucking know, but yeah, I know but this you guy. Would know I haven't him. seen this, but I follow Christmas Kaylee Cuoco on Instagram. Christmas and Ina. I've seen her, like, promote this. Yeah, like, you've seen that show. guy. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, what's he in? No don't fucking look. clue. Exactly. But you've seen the guy. He, he, looks, <laughs> to me, he looks like he's, like, a tough guy. Wait, is he? Was he? Oh, in, Mr. Tough Guy. Is he the guy in? Uh, nope, that's not him. Nope. See, nope, I knew. Fucking yeah. don't know. But he's got that face. Like, you oh, know I've him. seen him a million times. Yeah. So he's been in a lot of things. But in my dreams. So the two of them are married in the show, and this is a. It's about a true crime podcast, and it's not called Only Murders in the Building. <laughs> okay. So they get entangled up into kind of a true crime podcast situation. Oh, I saw a preview for this. I'm liking it so far. It's very, it's, it feels like only murders in the building where it's kind of funny. Like it's not a very serious. Is it similar to her other show? The flight attendant? She can play a similar role. (laughs) Well, so are Uh, they going to write the baby into the show? I don't, the baby, she's just pregnant. Probably not. It might be a one. I mean, would that be weird if next season she's not pregnant and there's no baby? Well, there'll be a baby. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So they're going to write the baby into the show. Probably. I don't even know if there's going to be a second season. (laughs) This might be a oh one God. and done. Real I don't mean they're going to write that. <laughs> uh, the birth is happening in yeah. the show. Here we're going. I don't we're know do if it. there's going to be a season two. It might be a one and done gotcha. miniseries type of thing. Yeah, I'm um, watching a lot of those lately. I don't want to like spoil a whole lot because I don't. We've watched almost the whole thing. It's what's nice. It's only thirty minutes. There's like eight ooh, episodes. Ooh, you can cruise through if it. If it's a miniseries, then yeah, you and Just you're you probably it. know a ton already. So yeah, yeah anything. So you I don't know spoil. where it is, but the two of them are married and they get involved in this true crime podcasty murder type of thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, very only murders in the building. Compare it thing. to only murders in the building. Only murders in the building. I is better. It's a better show. Okay. Um, it's it's probably funnier. Yeah, I think only murders in the building is, and I think that's because I like Steve Martin. Yeah, I, I think like, I think Steve the two of them are like wittier together. And Martin Short. Um, but the two of them, Kaylee Cuoco and oh, Chris Messina, have like they have a good dynamic. They're married in the show, and they're 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 kind of funny back and forth a little bit. Okay. Um, but only murders in the building is is better. But this is like kind of fun to watch. I'm glad it's only 30 minutes. It's easy. Like All right, Jeff. Yeah. Kaylee Cuoco okay. or Selena Gomez. Easy. I asked Jeff. Jeff has these two people on his like top 
couple lists. <laughs> oh, here. he does. Yeah, we wow. Kaylee Cuoco. She's really pretty, especially like early Big Bang Theory. Kaylee Cuoco. Yes. Uh, that's tough. Natalie, you said it's easy. That means Kaylee Cuoco. That means Kaylee yeah. Cuoco. But yes. all these fucking Selena Gomez haters. Haters. Gosh. Man, so if you asked me like 10 years I ago, her, I would have probably Kayla said Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, I think I agree with you. But Selena Back Gomez. Then, like you said, at the start of Big Bang Theory or right at the end of uh, Eight Simple Rules, she yeah. was like, I was like, she's like, the, she's like, I'm, I'm not going to say this in front of She's very, she was a, a <laughs> decently mod- modestly attractive yeah, young lady. She was okay. <laughs> And but Selena Gomez. When do you ever have trouble saying that in front of me? (laughs) She was hot as fuck. She's a riser. (laughs) I was like, oh my god, she's hot as fuck. That was the whole reason at first. Like I watched The Big Bang Theory when it first came out because of her. Because of her. And then the show won me over. I think it's it's hilarious. I love that show. But I was just like, fuck yeah, Kaylee Cuoco, and she's like, I don't know if I can pick. I'll think about it throughout. Okay, yeah, like we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Um, Everybody wants to know. We're watching a show. I think you're gonna love. I can't wait. It's called. Natalie, what's it called? Very down. A crowded room on a Apple TV. Crowded. Apple room. TV has Apple got Plus, some bangers on yeah. it. And no some one knows about them. Fucking bangers. And no one has Apple TV. <laughs> I know. Really? Uh, it's crazy. Well, people people just Ted watch Lasso. it for Ted Lasso and then they cancel it, I feel like. No, well, man, there's some good shows. It has Shrinking, which I, oh, I, was, I know. I watched them all. Go through them, Natalie. What, what else we got? Shrinking, Ted Lasso. Yep. The Morning Show, which Silo. I enjoy. Silo. You guys are missing the biggest yep. one, I think. Severance. There it is. Oh, my favorite. Yes. Severance. I was, like, I was, the patient, was the patient on Apple TV? No, no that, was that was I absolutely. know. I fucking know. And then this one. <laughs> you said it first. A crowded room. No, okay. a crowded space. A crowded room. Nope. A crowded room. The, the crowded Tom Holland. Uh, room. Uh, okay. Just one crowded room. A crowded room. There's only yeah, it's not like, a proper crowded room. It's just one. It's just one. There's yeah, only one. It's not like the. It's not the It isn't the most crowded of the rooms. There just happens to be a crowded room. Is that a crowded room? We haven't even seen this crowded room yet. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't even know what. So. Tom Holland. Or do you want to talk about it, Natalie? Oh, I don't care. It's a psychological thriller with Tom Holland. And it's a miniseries. And it has Amanda (laughs) Seyfried. And there's only like three episodes out, I think. Um, I like those things. Mm-hmm. I, like all the I don't know. I don't really want to like. All right, I'm going to talk about, about it. it. I'm going to talk. I'm what? not going to spoil any of it. I'm not going to spoil it. But I'm going to say more than you said. Okay, You're just like it's Tom Holland and Amanda Seyfried. It's a psychological and, thriller. Okay, that's true. She's so Tom Holland has this really really ugly hair. In it. It's <laughs> well, in it takes place it takes, in the 70s. God damn it! Let me do it. Oh man! Let me do it. Let me oh, do, let it. do it. It takes place in the 70s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and do it. And where people had ugly hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um so it like, like she said it's psychological thrillery it starts off and you don't really know what the fuck's happening but tom holland is like on this subway all right and it's really like dark and kind of like brooding and he's holding something in his hand in that, like a paper bag penis. that may or may not be his penis the may penis. or may not be <laughs> and then he the basically costume. yeah he basically gets off of the subway with this girl and she's basically like, I'm gonna go around back. And, I'm gonna go around back and scare and, and and flush him out towards you, and then you do it. And he's like, okay. And she's like, are you? Can you do this? And he's like, yes, I can. And he's really, if you know Tom Holland, in all the movies he's in, he's like this, like he's really goofy, energetic, yeah, he's goofy teenager, really guy. goofy teenager guy. Yeah. And this, he is very serious, brooding, kind of dorky. I actually read that he took a year off acting after this show. Has it even like been a year? <laughs> he said it's been eight months. It's been like two About, weeks. Yeah. No, he said it's been I'm eight going months to take since one year he stopped recording. It's been eight so his year is almost up. But like, it's almost up. Get but back like, to work. He needed like a mental <laughs> health break after the after doing the show. 
So she, the girl, oh, must the nice. girl like flushes this guy towards him, and then he like reveals that he's holding a gun, and he kind of like points to the guy, and that's all I'm going to tell you guys. That's all I'm going to say. You know, I wish that after like a rough year like of teaching. That I could just be, you like, just be like, don't worry, I'm I take have him. enough money now that I can just take an entire year off to focus yeah. on me. Wouldn't well, that be nice? Poor Tom. Spider-Man is more important than the children of America. Poor Tom don't you know? Holland. <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> I do like that guy, though. He's good. I, know. I like him, too. Yeah. I, think he's he's the best, I think he's the best Spider-Man to ever Spider-Man. Ooh. Okay. Is that a hot yeah. take? No, I agree. Um, No. Well, do you think most people would you say Tobey Maguire? No, Garfield? no. I think people would say I think people are living in the new. But Tobey Maguire was good. I like Tobey Maguire. But I like Tobey Maguire. But when I saw Tom Holland play it, I was like, he was born for this yeah, fucking role. It. Yeah. And the movies are just better. They're so Tom good. You're right. They do. The first Spider-Man with uh, what was that guy? Just the the first dude. Oh, um, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that first first one. Was I was like, good. is there somebody before him? <laughs> I was no. Like, <laughs> that first one was good. I really liked that original Me Spider-Man. Too. I think I liked the second one with Doctor Octopus. Did oh, yeah. you see that one? Ooh, yeah. yeah. That that, I think Doc was my favorite one until was it Home was Homecoming the first Tom Holland one. That was a, maybe the second. I don't know. Well, I just when I Maybe saw him as one. Spider-Man, I didn't even yeah, see the it, Spider-Man movies. I saw him it. first oh, in yeah, the Avengers, me too. and I was like, "Oh my like, god, like this, this is great! He is yeah. that's what Spider-Man should be." Yeah, he fits it. He does. I don't even know if I ever saw the Andrew Garfield one. I didn't either. I've heard it was but not. Great. I liked him in the one with all of them. Whoa! Yeah. Did you see the one with Spoilers. all of them? Doctor Strange? No, dude, that's that's Doctor Strange. Yeah, well, I know, but they're I all know in, they're, they're all yeah, in that. Oh my god, that one was so good. That's a great movie. Anyway, uh, crowded room, a crowded room. I'll a crowded watch it. room I th- I think is very good. It's a show that I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna love it personally. I'm in. Yeah. It gave me the patient vibes, even okay. though it's nothing like the patient, but it has the vibes. Like it's that same kind of like, like yeah. serious, dark. Like yeah. oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? Actor next? playing out of character, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's very similar in that in that I mean, kind of way. Natalie tells me to watch something. I just watch it. Yeah, right. That's what we do. She said, yeah. watch shrinking. I said, okay, I'm gonna watch it. Here I go. I'll watch, watch it. it. You like it? Oh, yes, she hurts me. Anything else going on, guys? Um, uh, school's, school's out. Yeah, that's great. Summer. Yeah, summer vacation. That's great. It's You're happy? Oh yeah. Yeah, this was like the worst teaching year I've ever had. Why? So I'm glad it's done. Just the kids were fucks. Um, that was part of it. <laughs> yeah, that was part of it. It's just, just duds. Just a bunch of duds. Just needed that Not to a go. Good one in the bunch. Just needed to go away Stupid from me. Fucking duds. Just needed to go away. Get out of here. And and just stuff. There's some stuff with like admin. It. Just like stuff. Yeah. yeah and it's just like, ugh. We everybody needed to be. Everybody needed away to be. from you. Yes. Just go away. Get away for yeah. a while. Hey, Mr. Madigan, are you gonna miss us? No. No. But goodbye. <laughs> Go, get yeah, out of here. Goodbye. Yeah. Fuck um, yeah. off. Devin has taken a new job. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. So she is moving schools. Uh, I won't really say like Everybody, she's a teacher too. Just in she's case. a teacher too. She's so a she's, teacher too. She's, I don't know. <laughs> so she's moving to a district that's closer, which is pretty cool. It kind of cuts her drive in half, if that's not a little awesome. more than half. So Good. she was usually driving about thirty-five minutes. She's down to probably twenty, um, fifteen to twenty minutes, which is it's great. A big difference. Um, she'll be teaching first grade next year. She just figured out. She went and visited her new school today and kind of walked through and got to meet the principal and one of her teaching partners because they just got out of school. Wow, she yesterday. hadn't met the principal. She took the job. And well, she met that met her in an interview. Got she it. was in the yeah, interview yeah, yeah. process, but okay. this was like a more formal like meeting, walk around the building, yeah. that kind of stuff. So she's very excited. Can you imagine the um, principal's like, this is Devin? I thought it was a man. Yeah, what? Oh my what? gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so she's so excited to, to kind of make this sort of different move. And That's new. awesome. Good for her. Good for yeah, her. So Good I'm, for I'm her. excited for her. And 
ready to move her entire classroom that's sitting in my garage into oh, uh, <laughs> it's like half the garage there's wow. so much shit it's so ridiculous well, it's probably how different for like teaching little kids you gotta have more like stuff she has everything not only do teachers not pay get paid as much as tom holland they also have to basically buy everything themselves for the class yeah, and then you move it from place to did place. you know that jeff did you know that I teachers did, have to I, like yeah, buy their own supplies so. yeah, i don't know if you knew you can write off like 200 dollars <laughs> on your tax form so <laughs> it's, it's a, a write-off you just write it off it's a write- what do you who you just who write writes it, it off you just write it off you write it off what you, write, you, you just write it off on your <laughs> taxes you write it off <laughs> you don't even know what a write-off <laughs> is <laughs> do you no, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we were driving the kids to the school on the very last day of school this week we played Schools Out for Summer, you know, by Alice Cooper. Yeah, that was by. I do know that. And we were like playing it. Me and Ryan were like singing it. And the kids were just sitting there silently. And then as soon as it was over, they're like, can you play this song from High School Musical? Ugh. And the you're one like, about get out school of the being car. out. And we were just like, fine. Walk. Well, like, I mean, what are we? We don't. Uh, <laughs> what was I expecting? I was like, like, isn't this catchy, guys? Yeah, we're we're, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's like perfect, like lyrics for like Schools but Out. Not but to for them. them. Okay. That was the 70s. And yeah, not to them. <laughs> right. For you us, the seventies is only you know twenty you, you may 10 as well to twenty talk years about before the Civil we were born. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. But Imagine. they like other old songs. You play them like um, uh, that's true. Paul I do Simon play them songs. Uh, yeah, they and love, they Paul love Simon. those. True. They just didn't fucking like it. Maybe, maybe it sucks. Maybe we were thinking it yeah. was good this whole dumb. time, our whole lives, dumb, and it blows. Dumb song. So real quick, before we get into the games of the episode, I wanted to talk very quickly about this product that I got from Modern Meeple. Modern meeple. So like a new aged meeple. Yes. Like, not like an, in, in it's the not an antiquated. So what is meeple. modern meeple? Is it a, what is it? It's that's the company name. Is modern company meeple is the company. Yeah. And they make these, um, com- board game component trays and they are maybe the highest quality board There's, game oh, component trays I've ever nice. seen. Gorgeous. I don't know what the hell they're even made of. What is that? It's not. It's not just straight up wood. It's not wood. Like it, I love wood. Like yeah, wooden. I guess you're right. It doesn't. It looks like wood, but it also doesn't. Like wooden component trays are really cool. Like I have plastic bit holder shit. They're like those, whatever. Those are just functional. And yeah. you have those like magnetic hexes that are the wooden. Like those, those are, are great too. Yeah. Those are great. This is a different material that yeah. is just like cool. I don't know what it is. But yeah, it's, it's cool. like fiberglass. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's, it's like, asbestos. It's pure wow. asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it comes on this thing. It's a lazy Susan, but they call it the gamey Susan. Oh. Okay. And the component trays <laughs> sit on this gamey Susan. Okay. That you can then spin around to get your components yeah. much easier. Yeah. A lot of times I'm I, we have we have a bunch of different component trays like Jeff was just talking about and sometimes if there's not enough of them there's they are on the other side of the table for me. Yeah, and you're reaching. And so they're yeah, yeah, they're like really, you know, um organized and everything, but it's still kind of a pain in the ass to get them. Yeah. This gamey yeah. Susan eliminates all of that by it's like, "Hey, just turn the fucking Susan towards me." Turn turn the and damn Susan. If you don't have enough table space for the damn Susan. Yep. You can just take the fucking component trays out yeah, of the a Susan. Cool idea. And they're like separate. And they're separate. And you can get these things in a million different like shapes and well, okay, that's not true. You can get these in like a million different sites. That's not true either. You can get these in a million different forms and functions. You can okay? get them in a couple. So <laughs> yeah, they're, so they're hexes. Option. They're hex shaped. Yep. But you can get like, they can be divided. You know what I mean? Oh, so there's okay. like two. So like, yeah. Because like each hex like is kind of big. So maybe like you can get the hex divided. So like one. One hex, hex might have three little two. things in it. Okay. Yeah. Which would be really cool because uh, the one thing I'll say is these are large. The one that we got. Yeah. We have the Gamey Susan Mini. All right. And it's only three. Because you have three. Of okay. these things. But, it's, but the trays, the are trays themselves they're are big. enormous. Yeah. And so even on the, the little Gamey Susan Mini, 
it's a lot of space. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. So if it's just Natalie and I playing, it's perfect. But what I would love to do is buy some more of these things that like you said, Natalie, they're one hex and they split into a, a couple different things. So we could still have, we could still have three, actual pieces mm -hmm. in our gamey susan but it's component. more than three component oh, yeah. things to do and they're so big they fit them all and you can buy them on the modern meeple.com uh, forward slash store the single trays I, they're like 15 bucks each it, this is expensive if you're to get all of them it's like 200 bucks for like okay. all of them like but you get the but you get like one two three four five six seven it eight doesn't. nine ten eleven twelve it's like 15 you get like oh, 15 okay. of these big fucking things if you're to get the gamey susan mini with the with the actual lazy susan it's like 75 bucks and you get those three trays. Okay. Dang. All right. The actual Gamey Susan comes with looks like seven component trays and it's 70 bucks. It okay. is really nice. But Probably you can would get be more. a good like gift or something. Oh my gosh. So it's premium quality. Yeah, it, it is. It, it, it really is. Nice. Man, is it cool. And there's other stuff that you can get on the website, uh, Modern People's website. And I'm really excited. We've, we've used them once. We uh, we just played a game the other day and we used it and it was great to spin them around. I never, mm -hmm. I didn't think that was something I needed in my component organization. Yeah. But it was like so. It convenient. was opulent. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, so I have, we have a lot between us. We have a lot of board games. Yeah, I would and say so. And the, the lull before all these conventions is real. There's not been a ton of like brand new games coming out the last few months because they wait. Mm -hmm. And I've been more intrigued with like stuff, like yeah. the accessories, adjacent yeah. the adjacent stuff, stuff. Yeah. like that filler thing that I was talking about a couple episodes oh, yes. last episode ago, that looks so which cool. is like How's crazy funded and been doing games? great. But it's like, yeah. like, are you getting all that? this stuff? I think so. Sweet. Yeah. I'm yeah. It's, it's so cool. I kind of like, wanted to. Stuff is cool. I'm like, these people are smart and figure out these cool designs. And why don't I do that? Fuck. I could do that. I won't. Why am I so stupid? Why don't I? Well, God, cool I just, too, I'm, so lazy. Like, I'm so stupid. I do nothing. I just well, sit this there. Is like, God, I need like, a year off. Most of the time, I just fucking sit there. Think yeah. about Ugh. it. If you create a game. Okay. I don't even do that. I it's just already sit there. like so a niche stupid. hobby. I'm not even here. And then you create one game and then even a smaller portion of the people in the hobby are going to like like that game. But if you create like some thing like this, like a tray... Everybody Everyone might uses buy it. that. God, yeah. I'm lazy. God, I'm so I'm so stupid. This is the wake up call that I need that I will not listen to. I will not listen to this. Jeff, have you been playing games, man? Yeah. Yep. Devin and I last night played another game of Ark Nova. Ooh. I saw that. I saw that. So good. If you know, you know. And there were no <laughs> like like I, we got this expansion pack with uh elephants. I knew it was Can an expansion. You believe it? Expansion I knew it. Pack? Yes. And it's one yeah. of the cards, no. Natalie, yeah. I passed up on was this fake fucking animal called a red panda. I've never heard of that. <laughs> I got it in my opening hand, and I pa I was like, I'm putting You're this like, away. This, this isn't is even not fucking real. real. <laughs> Where is this game? Even Who knows? Made? Is this on a red Mars? Panda. Absurd. Well, it's red. So. Red planet. Red panda. It's pretty much the Panda's same. Panda's elixir's on Mars. <laughs> so man, the game is so good. We played with some it's other great unique game. boards, like different power boards, yeah. which is cool. Man, We've done that once. What was the power board you used? Do you remember? I had. Of course, you do. Called research. Maybe Devin had the research one. What I don't know what it's called. I had the um, outdoor something or another. I had a spot in the middle of my board that had a door on it, and any enclosure that I put next to that one. So in the it was connected to water. So there was like four adjacent spots. Um, all of those enclosures counted as plus two in size. Ooh, so that was cool. Yeah, that is cool. And Devin had Devin had the one where as soon as you build next to this spot, it then allows you to. Um, have one less requirement when you're building animals. Oh, that's cool. Building animals, buying animals. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it does um, feel like you're yeah, building Yeah, so instead them. of like it costing 12, it can cost 11. Or if it needs to go in a four enclosure, it can go in a three enclosure instead. So you can choose what to reduce it. It's by. a great game. 
Number so four good. of all time on so BGG. Good. Are you? I'm, I think I'm gonna get the. I want the. <laughs> Suddenly you were just like, "Are you dumb? Yeah, are you dumb? <laughs> yeah, I'm dumb. dumb. I, yes. to, I am very dumb. Are you dumb? I'm. I'm so I think dumb. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pre-order the Marine. <laughs> I did already. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Yeah. Do what? I played there, it. There's I the like, new Ark Nova in the aquarium. Oh, okay. Nat- oh, Natalie, not paying attention to anything. Here's what's happening. Nothing. Ryan and I are talking about Ark Nova. Natalie's on her phone yep. scrolling through something. Yep. Ryan said he's going to buy it's something. For the show. And Natalie perks up. What did you just <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. say? What did you just say? You just said you're going to buy something. Did you what? see in the Discord the other day? <laughs> yes, Mr. Measles posted <laughs> something. Just now. And then, like, I was responding and to it. And he's like, oh, God, Natalie's typing. Oh, yeah, he was like, oh, I got panicked when I saw Natalie yeah. typing. And I was like, that's great. You're like, 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 crazy. He's like, I had to, then I remember real quick. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, it's, it's, oh, she doesn't, it's just she doesn't have control over me. Yeah, she perked up when you said I already backed up. Yeah, of course. You bought what now? You did what? Money spent? Excuse me? Okay, we have been playing. I'm going golfing tomorrow. Some games, though. It's for Father's Day. What have you been playing? She's going golfing for my <laughs> for my father. <laughs> oh, happy Father's Day, Natalie! Not for you. Oh, for you, I did something you. else special. Oh, boy. I'm finally getting sexy. <laughs> We're gonna do it on the table. Move the computer. Move everything. We're gonna play Johnny pit first. You pit first, and then it's you're happening. inviting some some friends over for a night of raucous That's fun. That Selena Gomez sex doll finally showed up. Yeah. Oh, the freaks and geeks. <laughs> The freaks yeah, and geeks. Know. Remember, they were playing pit. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, like "It's a terrible game with two players." A little sex. <laughs> yeah. So that's how you're gonna do it. You want to have a little sex? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> a little, just a little. Just a little have a little bit, sex though. with me. Okay, I played a game. This game is called Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Anno Domini. Okay. <laughs> Jerusalem is spelled like Jerusalem with an I. Jerusalem. Okay. Jerusalem. I Jerusalem, Jerusalem, we all Jerusalem. Jerusalem, don't say I Jerusalem. Jerusalem. That kind of sounds. I don't know why, but that kind of sounds like. Yeah, I don't like the way. That I don't like the way that sounds coming out of your mouth. I don't like it. That's that's a little. I'm gonna have to cut that. What? Out. So for what do you mean? Probably this the rest of this. Bad. I'm gonna call it Jerusalem. Yeah, good idea. Okay. Okay. Jerusalem is Latin. Is it like Jesus Jerusalem? You're gonna get us demonetized. Oh we, we're not monetized, God, we're but on, you're gonna you're gonna. Like, we're canceled. We are fucking thanks, canceled. Thanks, Natalie. <laughs> All right, um, Jerusalem. Oh my God. Yes, Jerusalem, yes. Jerusalem. I'll say it both ways. Just go Jerusalem. with it, okay? okay. Um, let's talk about religion because that doesn't make people feel <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> this is what's gonna get us and demonetized. Let's make a board game about religion. Sounds right? perfect. So what could go wrong? Yeah, this is a new game from Devere. Big box game. Man, Devere. They're really stepping out into the spotlight here. Every time I hear Devere, I just think of slugs. Silk. <laughs> They're worms. God, is Natalie drinking? They're What's fucking in fucking worms. She's not even drinking. Was there, did you get her a Mountain Dew Slurpee? <laughs> no. no. What is wrong Regular with Regular old Coke. Regular old Coke. <laughs> right in my face. Coca-Cola I'll tell you, oh, I'll tell you what's going on. We ate Chinese food, and I was so full, and I was extremely uncomfortable, and I'm starting to feel normal, and I'm very heck happy that I feel back to normal. She's been gassing oh it out. Oh, my God. She's I'm been not over gassing there it like, out. It's like that scene, it's like that like scene in Willy Wonka really when they're, they're, the gas is on them, and they're floating, and they're yeah. like, just burp. And then they feel better. So the happier she gets. Yep. Natalie's butt does the same thing. Tootin' tootin'. Oh, Natalie. This yeah, game's exactly. called Jerusalem. <laughs> Jerusalem. There's a colon. Anno Domini. Okay. Anno's got a colon. Okay. Too. okay. Now, keep in mind, I know nothing about Jerusalem? religion, Jerusalem. I'm just going to go with what Judaism. I know about this thing. Natalie. <laughs> what is in that cup? What was in that Chinese food? Yeah, the Chinese food. And MSG does this to her, I guess. There's actual yeah. bourbon in it. Man, oh, man. So, Devere Games. This is also from a new designer, a nobody. Carmen Jimenez. Is, is this a boy? a boy? No. Oh, it's a lady. Female designer shout out. Nice job, Carmen. Yeah. Natalie is drunk. She's drunk as Carmen fuck. Sandy. What is happening? I don't know. She's drunk. Um, 
So shout out to her. I think she has a future in the industry. It's her first design. First design. Wow, and this, that's and awesome. this is like a this is a heavier like game. Yeah, if you're picking it up, this is a a, a good thing. Whatever. Um, okay, in Jerusalem, Jerusalem, players represent <laughs> a community of followers of Jesus. Okay, who are yep. coming to Jerusalem to best position themselves at the Last Supper table. Oh, geez. Okay. 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 So you are kind of in charge of these followers. These followers are making their way to Jerusalem and hopefully making their way to the Last Supper table. Does that kind of make some sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be sure. the first to sit next to Jesus. You want to be the closest to Jesus. Really? Wasn't so, wasn't there the wasn't the guy that betrayed Jesus there? Yeah, <gasps> Judas. 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 Yeah. So Judas is one of the uh, apostles that you play. Oh, that you'll actually get to play. Oh. Um, you're not that person, but oh. he actually loses you five points if you're near him. Oh, I'll bet. Because he's oh. a fucking Judas. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> that all, not I, that I, I will sprayed the microphone with my hot wet. Hot seat. wet. Oh, Ew. God. <laughs> We're talking about Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. 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 No, seriously, you almost made me spit out my yeah. drink. <laughs> okay, so the board is broken down in a few areas. Um, it's very like Euroy kind of game board. There's a few locations where followers will be sent. A place where you can get parable tokens. You know what a parable is. Okay, see, these are things I learned because I don't know. I don't know nothing. I don't know anything. I know about management parable. I'm not nothing. a religion. What's a management? Isn't that where person. you're just like compare, like you're taking something and you're like equating it to something in business? Like um, I'm gonna call. We're gonna go oh, hiking, and oh, then gonna I'm be, gonna compare it to yeah, this, this business could be, thing. This could be like this. This is like teachings of faith and religion and teachings of it. Like comparing maybe what you're doing to teaching. Okay. Okay. Are you looking um, it up? A simple story used to illustrate a moral or spiritual lesson is told by Jesus in the Gospels. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, cool. so, um, so there's a place where all these parable tokens are. There's some cards <laughs> in the middle. And then the main thing in the middle of the board is um, the Last Supper table yes. with a bunch of spots, kind of like a grid. So the table is in the middle. Jesus is sitting in the middle, middle. Yep, okay. in the middle of the table. And there are spots above and below kind of the table. So imagine like literally you're at a table and it's two-sided. Okay. And yeah. there are spots for all of your followers to go to this Last Supper. Go okay? to it. Mechanisms, it's got a little bit of deck building. It's got hand management, um, all with area majority in that and, and almost area positioning kind of. Majority and positioning of the Last Supper Ooh, area Table-y positioning. Thing. I haven't heard that yet. I just made that up I right like now. It. It's not even on my paper. Damn. Um, oh, look at me right go. Off, off the brain. brain. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. It's catching. Yeah. We're, we're there. It's okay. catching. We're in for it now. Um, on your turn, Natalie, what you do, players, you choose a card from your hand, just like deck building, and you play it to one of three spots in your player board. It's not dual layered. It doesn't need to be. But so if you be could nice. have it. It'd be nice. You could have it. You <laughs> I should. would do it. But this doesn't necessarily. I, I wasn't deterred by this. I wasn't angered. Um, and then once you play the card in front of you in one of those three spots, you activate the card that has actions on it. Okay. Okay. The actions allow you to do things like take followers from your player board and add them to the different locations. That helps you get more resources to do all this other stuff. It, you can listen to those parables, which is like a set collecting kind of thing. You collect more of them, you get more points. You can do a favor, which means that you can give someone else at the table something good for you to then get a cool card that lets you do more actions, right? Um, which is kind of like, weird in a euro game it's like the opposite of take that it's like here's here's this yeah like, this is, it's like <laughs> the opposite of take that is something here's good this. like i'm yeah. giving ryan resources so i can then take something good but ryan's now getting resources that feels like oh, shit i don't want to do that right um but you're you know you're supposed to be all holy um yeah, supposed to be giving like Devin generous. filling up tires and fixing windows yeah that's it and um the <laughs> the, the thing that you need to be doing for 
as much of the game as you can is sending your followers to the Last Supper. This oh. is going to get you big points at the end of the game. Okay, You want to be closer to Jesus. You want to be closer to the apostles. You want to be closer to the front of the table. You want to be sitting at the table. You can be like behind them and earn some points too, but you want to be okay. up front in hanging, with, hanging with G's, just chilling. Jeez. Okay? They called him that? So maybe. What up, Big J? What up, J, dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, all these cards have um, symbols on them that if they're played in a specific order on your player board, it'll allow you to bring the, the these Aeropostles. Um, <laughs> is, that Aero yeah, is that why they named it Aeropastel? They were trying to spell apostle and they were like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, is it like, this? Aero- sure. Yeah. That sounds good. Let's make it. So you can bring these apostles to the supper, which causes some variety of effects to happen. Scoring, it helps with positioning. And you want the you basically want to put them in the row um, or column, depending on where you're sitting on the board, um, it, to where your people are, because that'll then get you more points. Because um, you're essentially what, what that indicates is you're bringing them to the, the last supper. The potty. Right. Um, <laughs> Players get points basically for playing proper sets of cards. You get scoring rounds throughout the game, um, as well as at the end of the game, getting a bunch of points for your positioning at the table. Okay? hmm Okay, let's talk about Jerusalem, Jerusalem. I have a question real quick. Yeah, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Is, Natalie. Is, was that the Last Supper before? Yeah, D-E-D. Jesus That's what they call it, the Last Supper. Okay, just wondering. I think, right? I, and then yeah, you're, I, didn't, you're I know it's so. called that, but I didn't know if like it's the it last was one. actually. I would their assume last that's why. Is that where that's where Judas turns on? Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be, but they call it the oh, last supper because that's when okay. shit went down. Yeah, so yeah. he didn't know. <laughs> they leave. No, no, he was like, he was like, they didn't call it the last supper. They were just like, let's go to supper. Later called. Let's go to supper. And then Judas like, this is gonna be your last one. What's that now? Nothing. Nothing. Let's sit down. Let's have some bread. It's the supper. Here you go. Enjoy supper. I made you this table. It's like World War One was not called World War One. When was the first table in Right. After eating on Obviously, the they had lot. tables for a long time. What? Jesus had tables. What did you just say about tables? <laughs> like, when because was the first Jesus. table invented? Well, like, how long, is, good how long have humans good, had How long have humans had tables? <laughs> how long? Ask ChatGPT. How long have humans had tables? <laughs> oh, who invented Who, else who had invented tables the table? Humans. Is Richard Table? Is, yeah, is table the you guy that invented table? table? <laughs> <laughs> you call me Dick <laughs> Table. <laughs> I feel like even you should meet my best friend, Jeremy Chair. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Caitlin probably had tables. He's a good sitter. <laughs> yeah, what was invented first, Natalie? The table or the chair? The, the age old question. The show. Come on. Yeah, don't be egg. like that. Are you sure? Aww. All right, here we go. Aww. When we are back. When was the table invented? Uh, the invention of tables can be traced back to ancient times, although the exact date of their invention is not known. Tables were likely created as early as the Neolithic period around 5,000 to 2,500 BC. Whoa. When humans began to settle in permanent communities developed by Richard F. Tables. <laughs> yes. Dick F. Tables. <laughs> Dick. It really Middle is. Name Dick last name table? We have Richard F. Tables. Yep. It doesn't say dick. It doesn't actually say dick tables, but it's Richard. Jeff was right. It's Richard tables. No, it's not. No. F. The F actually, it says the F stands for furniture. (laughs) (laughs) Richard furniture tables. That's why it's called furniture and tables. One person. We got both names. I blame Natalie drunk. I blame Uh, drunk. Where did you go? Why did you just leave? My phone was about to die. Um, That's. Okay, continue. Okay, hey, there is a lot that I liked about Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Okay. 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 <laughs> God. Why am I even here? Sweet. I'm cool. already stupid. Okay. I don't invent anything. And now he's okay. Yeah, why, we're lazy. I don't God. do, Jeff, I don't do anything. <laughs> That's the truth. He likes it. All right. 
Wow. Jeez. What the fuck? She's seriously not drinking. I, I'm going to go <laughs> get her a drink. It. I need to see the next level of this. What the hell is wrong we'll with right you? Back. Play that music again. <laughs> We're still live. The music does not. The music doesn't just automatically pause us. You Fuck, do you actually want me to pause us? Yeah. <laughs> back to Jerusalem. <laughs> or Jerusalem. Okay, let's go back to the beginning. Holy shit. Um, let's go back to the beginning. Jerusalem, let's talk about religion. No, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, what did you like I, about this game? There was a lot that I liked. These mechanisms, so for for Carmen Jimenez to to make this game, she, I'm giving her mad props because there's a lot of like things going on. Deck building, hand management, this area majority, a little bit of set collecting, a little bit of worker placement, and it all works really seamlessly, I thought. I okay. was like, there was never a moment where I was like, there was clunky, frustrating steps or anything like that, and I was like, this is good. And I didn't even know who I didn't even know who designed this game. I was like, I looked it up right before the show, and I was oh, like, wow. All right, who oh, okay. is who is Carmen? Who has done this? Where who, where is where, where is Carmen Sandino? So <laughs> she, I think she killed it with this first design. I'm hoping that it, like Good next things lift up. That's so awesome. yeah, um, who card in the fuck play? Is the Carmen. card play is fun. I think um, that's that's where the game is played in this hand management. The card play upgrading the cards to get. Better and more actions is rewarding. Reminds me of Lacrimosa a lot, which I liked. Oh. Um, Gabi is listening, and Gabi, maybe you don't <laughs> right play this we game. We know he's listening. Um, Gabi hated Lacrimosa with a passion. He hates a lot of games that we recommend. Yeah, he, yes. He hated he, Guild of Merchant Explorers, yeah. too. So he was the one. So maybe... I because I, I messaged him, I was talking to him, and just listen to us and chuckle. Occasionally. He basically was like, "Thanks a lot, Jeff. I hated Lacrimosa," and I was like, "Okay, well, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe I will tailor my reviews to Gabi. Gabi, you might not <laughs> like this game. What we'll about all of them? Yeah, you might not like. There's a lot of similarities in these two games with with a little bit of area majority, just like in that um, the bottom of the. You haven't played Lacrimosa. Yet. Nope. No. Um, in the bo bottom, like the music sheet, there's some area majority in that. So there's a lot of similarities in the game. So Gabi, this might not be your Is game. That also, Devere. Um, yes. I thought so. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think there is a good balance in this game of long-term strategy, some tactical decisions uh, that I thought made my turns, like, mean something. Yeah. Like, when I got there, I didn't feel like a robot playing my turn, and I didn't feel like I had to, like, wait until it was my turn to make my decision, right? It, so I thought that was a good... I feel like there's a butt coming. There will. There will be. There will be a, there will be a booty. <laughs> I there's can a tell booty. why there's the, a booty booty booty. the timbre of his voice. <laughs> yeah, so for example, like, Playing a card that has the best action for you in the moment, or do you play the card that has the symbol on it that's going to let you play the apostle? Right? right. Like that's, I liked, that was even just a minor example of like those decisions, which I like. Do what's best for uh. you in that exact moment, or do what's like next best but might help you in the long term. Yeah. I like those kind of things. The area majority was competitive. I thought it was pretty strategic. It wasn't overly mean, but it's. Can be, it's huh? not friendly. Um, yeah, there are, there are times like, so Jesus is in the middle of the table, okay? He is, if if it was a table, okay, if this was a, a legitimate table, he would be literally standing in the middle of the table. Designed by Richard okay? F. Yeah, and, yep. and you would want to be on in front of him and behind him. Like, he's standing in the middle of the table. You want to be yeah. Yeah, looking at one his spot ass or right looking at his ween, right? You want to be right <laughs> They're both facing you him. Wanna be both, you want to be facing him and sitting there. But if you put your guy there first, there are actions throughout the game that will allow me to swap with you. Ooh. 
So you might not want to go there right away. Yeah. You might want to leave Someone that spot open until later. And you people can are swap. Start, well, you can swap or you can just shift people or you can Yankee move to an swap. open spot. So there are, um, there are ways to sort of screw people over. It didn't bother me a ton because there's so many spaces that – so you might go, like if I swap spaces with you, Ryan, yeah. if you're sitting closest to Jesus, you're getting seven points. Okay. Okay. With your, with your one meeple. If I move you, I'm not taking away all of your seven points. I have to keep you at the dinner table somewhere. Sure. So you might go from seven points to four. Which still, three points is a considerable big. jump. It still is big, but it's not like you're going from seven to zero and you've lost that guy. Right. right? It's not like you're getting eliminated, which that's would be the area of control that we always kind of sure. talk about. Um, right. This just kind of, you shift it around. Uh, but it can be there can be some some take daddy. Uh, the production I thought was great. the The downside of that is this game comes with a bunch of meeples. Everyone has like fifteen meeples to start the game, which are your followers. Oh, wow. There's a bunch of resources. There's fish and bread and rocks or some shit. There's like three different things, and there's all the apostles. There's but you have to sticker everything. Right. Oh. You had Jen do it. No, Joe did it. Oh, Joe did it. Yeah. Nice. So <laughs> Joe really wanted to play this game on Monday. Yeah, to sticker all the meeples. So all the meeples are they have like different faces, and okay. there's like front and back. Oh, so you're oh, stickering. You're just Joe was like his fingers were hurting. Oh yeah. Fuck. And did he like so, it? <laughs> sticky fingers? He liked the game Fox. a lot. So no, he, I mean. Do you like stickering? stickering? Fuck no. Natalie loves stickering. Natalie, buy this she game. Then why did Joe do it? Because okay, we to... were going to play it. Oh, so okay. I got the game delivered to me. So. I got the game delivered to me on Monday, and I texted Joe. I'm like, hey, it's it's here. And he's like, I'm driving by your house, and I'm grabbing it off the porch. So he, like, got it off the porch, <laughs> opened it up, and stickered, stickered everything. I was like, you don't have to sticker. We can sticker it while we play, right? We, that's fine. Like, he's no like, way like, nope. he's like no. I just stickered it all. So shout out to him. I didn't have to do that. Damn, but that Joe. sucks, but if you don't like doing that. Stickering sucks. Um, I hate stickering. I know nothing about Good the theme. you got a professional stickerer. Yeah, yeah. I don't but pay it you. Seems <laughs> like, it seems like it's You're prevalent throughout. Ooh. Well, just because you don't That's get paid. A little bit rude. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the theme seems prevalent throughout. I would be curious if someone who is in that faith who would play that. But I feel like that could also be a deterrent. People might not play this game because of yeah, sure. the yeah. theme, but people also <clears throat> might be drawn to it. I, I talked to Peter a handful of times about this. He's he's drawn to the game because of the theme. So I think Interesting. there's people drawn to it, but also might be a deterrent versus like trading in the whatever, Mediterranean. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't really deter people off, right? True. Um, I guess unless it's really boring. And so at least even if I don't know, I feel like this is a theme that everyone's at least a little familiar with. Yeah, it's like oh, it's religion, right? There's uh, probably no Jesus, whether probably. you believe in it or I've not. I've heard of him. Um, I heard of Big so Papa Jay. For yeah, <laughs> for how much I, I enjoyed the game, here comes the butt. There is something that is keeping this game from being amazing. Ooh, what is it? I don't know. Oh. So I'm going to brainstorm a little bit with okay, you. Okay, let's think so about it. So this game sits firmly in almost great, like good, not great. So it's better than good, not great. It's better than good, not great. Okay. Is it great? I don't know. I don't know if I would want something like the cards to be a little bit more dynamic. Mm. Um, I got frustrated toward the end of the game where I couldn't get a symbol. No symbols were coming up in the cards that I could get that I needed to do something. Okay, that's frustrating. Like, this is frustrating. Um, but that happens in deck builders, so I get that. So maybe it is that. Maybe it's not that. Hmm. Is it, did it, I feel like it maybe lacked the tightness or shorter of the game? Like it took us a, a longer time to play this game than I thought. And the turns didn't feel as tight as I wanted them to. Okay. So maybe it was that, maybe it wasn't. Hmm. The graphic design was 
odd sometimes. They they leaned into theme a little more than functionality in the iconography. So you got confused. Oh. Like, so there's what a couple is things. This? So there's I'll give a specific example. There are two icons. One is like uh, uh, the art is beautiful, but there's one that's like your feet are on the ground, okay, and you're like tiptoeing. So think of it like that. That means that you can send somebody from one of your worker placement spaces to the supper. Okay, makes sense. Um, or no, that's from one to the other. Anyway, and then there's one where you're tiptoeing, but you're slightly hovering off the ground. Oh, and no, that means no, that no, you no, can no. do something slightly different, but it has to do with the supper. So it's like no, it all kind of deals cool. with that, but it's like those are really close. Yeah, together. It's too close. So I felt like looking at that, it I'm seemed like that. they went they went design and theme instead of functionality on a few things. Okay. So one thing that I know I wasn't a huge fan of was this in-game scoring. Okay, so there's this icon that moves this track up, and every time it hits one of the symbols, you're going to score something. So I play this symbol, move it up, boom, it hits this, this scoring round. You kind of take a quick pause, and everybody scores whatever it says. Okay, cool. So you get a point per resource you have. You get a point per person you have at the supper, right? Sure. And it just stops, and it does that every once in a while. So, but the person who triggers the scoring round gets full points, while everybody else only gets half. So if oh, you trigger damn. it, so it's weird to me that in an area majority game, that having the majority of something doesn't, doesn't get you give the, me the most the most points. Yeah. So if yeah. Ryan had eight, if Ryan had eight resources and I had four resources, and I trigger the scoring round, you I'm get getting four points, points. You're getting four points. Weird. Well, then but what's I triggered the point it. of having majority? It's not. But that's in my brain. I think of this should be an area majority thing, oh. right? The main mechanism of scoring is area majority. All of these things could be. Yeah, this majority. should be used as majority. This too. should be used as like the first person gets five points and I then see. three and then two. That's just my thought, right? Yeah. It's not like that. Um, and then I never got a chance to even trigger a scoring round because there's four people and it happens every other time that symbol is played. basically. Uh. So okay. you could get in a track where I I had majority in some of these things and thinking about scoring rounds going, okay, I, I'm, I'm ready to score. And I just never got the opportunity because Joe did it five times because he would have the incentive to do it every single time. If Bill moved it up one and then it's Joe's turn next, he'd be like, well, I'm going to get more points than them. I don't want them to trigger the scoring round, so I'll play a card that triggers it. Mm -hmm. So I had to basically lean on the fact like he might not have the card to trigger it and hope that I do. But of course he did. But he did and he and and. You know, he, it's not like he won the game because of that, but it was just a weird, it felt like added on or just kind of like, oh, why isn't there scoring throughout the game? And then someone was like, well, mm. do, do this. It felt like a, an afterthought for yeah, a scoring Yeah, it didn't really me. make sense. And it just didn't fit mechanically. in how I felt like that was, the game was moving along. So, okay. sure, um, fair enough. Whatever, whatever the game lacked, it may not matter because I did like it. I did like yeah. it enough to play it, to keep it in my collection, um, I'll update with more plays because I think um, I think Dave liked it kind of well too. For he actually won; he was the holiest of all the. Oh, of all nice! That's um, how I always think of him too. Yeah, he's yeah, like oh, right. Dave, oh he's gosh, the Dave, he's just so, so pious. Holy. So I'll update with more plays. It it falls into a better than good, not great, which is games that I keep um, yeah. and enjoy Same. and will pick. Mm -hmm. But I'll, I'll report if I figure if I put my finger on what is kind of keeping it from being great. Maybe more plays will realize that. Yeah. Yeah, one way or the other. Or maybe I'll be like, I just kind of missed the point. And that maybe that scoring track does work or something. But it that that was my main complaint as I was playing. I'm like, I don't like the feel of this with the rest of the game for some reason. There was yeah. like a disconnect. Okay. Well that's something. Anyway, overall, better than good, not great. That was Jerusalem, Jerusalem from Devere, <laughs> Devere. and Carmen Jimenez. Carmen Jimenez. Who in the fuck is Carmen yeah. Jimenez? We don't know, but I'm gonna keep looking out for her games now if she's yeah. gonna keep making bangers like bangers. this. Well, 
a banger in the a mouth. A little better than goodnight great bangers. Yeah. Hey. Oh, I heard here you call it a, ba- a yeah. sausage in the mouth. No, nope, d- we just no, call just it a sausage. sausage. <laughs> <laughs> the date was February 16th, 2016. Episode number three of the Gamecasters podcast was just released. Uh-huh. The art of winning was the topic of the episode where Jeremy and I talked all about how important winning was to some people and how it influenced play. And then discussed thoughts on our game of the episode. Back then, we would play a game and then immediately turn on the mics and record our thoughts about it. The game discussed yeah. back in episode three was Alien Frontiers. Oh, callback. My first ever recorded play of this game was on March 9th, 2014, before many of you, including Natalie, were even born. <laughs> well, Did you say 2014? Wait, well, I'm younger are. than her very clearly. <laughs> And also ugly and dumb, and she wouldn't have texted me in high school. So just know that I'm a, I'm a, just a oh real piece God. of shit. Here we are, almost a decade later, and the new version, Edition X, landed on my doorstep. What do you think the X stands for? Courtesy of Starling Games, <laughs> who provided this copy for us. I was extremely excited Ooh, to rip X's. open the shrink. And have X-rated situations happen with Natalie amidst all the components, which I think is mostly what Starling is concerned with. Mm -hmm. Plenty of reviewers talk about the mechanisms and the component quality, but how does the game stand up to rampant and spirited copulation? Not well. We ripped the board almost immediately. The plastic components seem to hold up fine, but we'll find out more when we pass them in a few days. The box has a visible Natalie's butt dent in it that I think only increases the value as we can sell it now and call it a bang and smash instead of a ding and dent. And boy, isn't that what America's all about. The whole bang and Give smash. Give it a bang. You got a bang and smash section? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, games that have been Which fucked on. Which ones have been fucked we on? We increased the yeah. price of those ones. Ark Nova. We got Ark Nova ding and dent, 50 bucks. We got Ark Nova retail, 80 bucks we got ark nova we got a bang and smash 220 <laughs> alien frontiers became famous for being one of the first ever board games to come to kickstarter back in oh. april of 2010 it had a goal of five thousand dollars <laughs> the pledge levels were ridiculous for instance there was a 300 dollar level that came with the following you'll get the game bonus card and rockets from the 50 dollar level plus a high quality print of the alien frontiers floating majest- majestically over the barren alien planet this 15 by 20 print is signed by the artist and is suitable for framing that was 300 dollars for that pledge level Ooh. it made the game made $14,000 in total and had 228 backers. What a world wow. it was back then. Now we have campaigns into the millions with thousands upon thousands of backers for games one-tenth as fun. Yeah. In Alien Frontiers, players are rolling and placing dice onto different locations of the board to gather resources, acquire more dice, gain powerful cards, and ultimately get their colony markers onto the board in an area-majority way to get the most points and win the game. Real quick, i got to stop for a second. Now, we talk about Did you how- the music? We talk, yeah, we talk about, okay, we're back. We talk about how a lot of games come out, Jeff, and they're like, somehow they get released and they're very similar to each other. Yes. Yeah. If you notice, this happens on the podcast a lot, where somehow, for some reason, some way, games we talk about have very similar things in them. You just talked about Jerusalem, and it had area majority. I'm not talking about Alien Frontiers, and one of the key mechanisms of this game is area majority. Now, that's not that crazy. But still. But I have noticed this happen a lot yeah. in our episodes, yeah. that, and we don't intend it's it. Weird. It just fucking happens, and it's really strange. Anyway, the new edition, X, of Alien Frontiers doesn't change anything from the previous editions at all. 
but it does include all previous expansions, plus some new Ooh. cards never before seen. If you're looking to get into the Alien Frontiers world, this is the addition you will get. Okay, Unless so for some reason, the old, well, the you might no. find joy in hunting down the old no. secondary, that, hard like, to find stuff um, piece by piece for no, no reason. Sale. But zero point of doing that. Why would you do that? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, this edition has it all. All right. So things I liked about this game. What's great about Alien Frontiers? I have been playing for almost a decade now, and every time I just find it so enjoyable to figure out how to leverage. How am I going to leverage my play? Okay, you start with three workers dice and there are three more to get throughout the game. And anyone who knows anything about worker placement games knows the more workers you have, the more stuff you can do. So getting workers early is always a good idea. And I really enjoy the decision about what to do with the rest of your dice. Each location to place them on has its own restrictions and you can usually place your dice in multiple spots. And so picking the right one at the right time can be difficult. I love rolling dice. I love placing workers. I yep. love having powers, which this game does. Yep. If it had a dual layer dynamic player board, it would probably be my favorite game of all time. Just kidding. Come on, Mario's better. Uh, but you get uh. player powers both by starting with a faction from the factions expansion, which is included, which can be really good, as well as a little bonus power when you place your colony markers onto the map space that you have majority in. The powers are really fun and break the game a bit, which creates some really fun strategic opportunities. The points go in flux in Alien Frontiers, as the game also has an area majority mechanic that we just talked about a second ago, so it feels tense the entire time as you have such a good power from the space you're on. Oh, but here comes Natalie to place a marker on that space, which takes majority away from you, as well as the power. It's scary, intense, and fun, especially with more players, which is going to lead me into things I didn't like. This game is pretty bland with just two. I would not play this game with just two spots on the board are removed and the planet is big enough that you don't have to get in each other's way. And you might not really want to because you get more points if you have majority. And so if that's not the game, what's that? That's not the game. Exactly. That's not the heart of it. It's not not what you want to be doing. But when you're playing two players, you're like, well, this gives me more points. I'm going to do it. Right. And so, you know what I mean? So it's it's, the fun goes down. I would say if I'm going back to talk about Jerusalem, there is a backside of the board which shrink the table. But I've heard that the same area majority doesn't lend itself great to two players. No. It, it seems better at, at more almost yeah. always. If somebody could do a good area majority game with two, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Because it's hard like to do. some, but it, then it's like, then it's not this, this is a you bigger. You don't get the jockeying f- yeah. that you need, right? So there can also be some tough, tough situations. If a player ahead of you is rolling really well, they can take the spots you need and you can feel stymied. The game's a lot of things all at once. It's dice rolling, it's worker placement, it's area majority, and it's a race game. The game ends when one player plays their last colony marker onto the board. And it can feel kind of bad in a game that's really a Euro game come down to luck of the roll to win it for someone. Personally, I think the luck to strategy balance is done pretty well, but I've played it enough that I've seen plays where one person is just having such an easy time of it while another one is hating their life. And so it makes for some really polarizing opinions here. Overall, this is one of my favorite games personally of all time. I'm happy to have this version with everything in the box. My old version may be coming home with one of you soon, as I simply just don't need it anymore now that I have Edition X. Because, again, it's got everything in it already in one little in one box. It's perfect. Um, Natalie has different opinions, I think. So let's talk to her. What do you think? I mean, you I definitely not one of my favorite games of all time. I remember liking this is. I think this is probably one of the first worker placement games I've ever played back in the day. This is Kingsburg. Yeah. So I remember liking it back then, but it's been many years since I played it. And then, oh, so this is at least your second play of Alien Frontier. She's played it, I think, more than two, three. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, a few, I would say. How, when you started playing, and we know your memory, did you remember any of it? 
Other than the cool domes you got to put out. And then everybody always remembers that. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, remember any like kind of mechanism or anything as you're playing? All I remembered it? was I kind of remembered like the general look of the board and that there general there were a bunch of, of different like like places that you put workers, but I don't remember anything okay. about That's all right. That's what something. the spots did. I love the look of this game, by the way. I, I think it looks so... And that's part of what I love about it. These dark blues yeah. colors. It just looks really cool. And what's a, mostly a generic space theme, it really seems to draw me in personally. So keep going. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really have a lot to say. It's been a lot of, many years since I played this. And I do like it. And I did like it. Um, I agree with you about the... Area majority part. Area majority. Area majority part isn't as big of a thing when you play with two players, but also at the same time, the specific play, <clears throat> you got all your thing, your things out. I had the greatest play of all time. I literally only had half of mine out it. by the time it ended. I scored more points than so any like, game I've ever played. I don't even know if it we were ever crazy. in the same spot. So yeah. it was kind of like stupid. Um, Ryan whooped my ass. <laughs> what was this? Because you get to 10. Is it 10? It maxes out he went 14. went to the max. 14, okay. And <laughs> what got, were you at? I don't know. Eight, nine? Eight, eight or okay. nine, yeah. She didn't do bad. She didn't do I bad. I do like I that. Just like, he was like, I oh, you didn't do that bad. I'm it. like, there's only, it only goes up to 14. Yeah, well, you only lost by six, <laughs> but it's like double. I know. Yeah. Well, he, it's I like losing by 200. I look yeah. at yeah. the points. I looked at it more like I only got half of my right. things out, and he got all right. of them. Right, you got crushed. Yeah. But to make you feel better, he said, you only lost by five. But yeah, that's a lot in the game. It, yeah, it, I yeah, I, I can tell you been, what it so like that could have been twelve turns. Like that's a lot. Yeah, right. Anyway, I, I don't know. There's nothing. I don't have anything that negative to say about this game. I mean, it was in that play is kind of annoying because the whole time it was clear that you were just like kicking my ass. Like at the very beginning, he had like almost all of his dice, and I still had the minimum because he kept taking that spot, and I couldn't even go to it kind of thing until yep. he got all of his out. And then I, after he did that, then I could start going to it because he didn't need to go yeah. into it anymore. You know, it was just stuff like that. But um, Or, like, I had some cards that, like, weren't... Like, you know, you have, like, cards that give you, like, either in-game or end-game points. Yep. Um, I could not get the in-game points and then the end-game co- points, one of the cards, just like because I had it, I couldn't, I don't know, whatever. Some weird things happened, so I was kind of like, that was a little annoying, but I wouldn't say that makes like the game bad for me. I think it's a good game. I think the... Uh, Most of the problems go away when you play yeah, with more players. exactly, yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, this works in general, dice placement games are fun. You know, I thought the, the, the <laughs> spots and the stuff you get to do is fun and um but i mean at the same time it doesn't like you know it kind of seems to me and maybe it's just because i played it early on in my gaming life but uh it just, just seems like one of the more basic it, I mean, placement games. It, it probably feels a little bit dated now i mean yeah. it, you know it was originally released in 2011 that, but i'm just saying there's nothing like you know yeah that but interesting in 2011, about it but it was good 2011 it might have been a revolutionary. Right. Oh my gosh, I lo- I still I still love it. It is definitely more simplistic. It's, yeah, you yeah. know, it's not. There's Probably not as much like to it. Kingsburg, like if you somebody who played Kingsburg the, today, they'd be like, okay, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, cool. But I also but really like Kingsburg more recently than you have. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that was one of my favorite games right. ever. Back it was in the day, and so like it has like. I'll always like that. The game, one thing, but, if, you, yeah. if you had Alien Frontiers in the past, um, there was expansions that brought the player count up higher. Okay, and I believe like beyond five, beyond four. Okay, four. okay. So this, I, go- I used to play it at five all, all the time, and then I, I thought for a second, I was like, actually, I think it, I think 
Alien Frontiers Edition X brings it back to just four. Okay. So I think um, that's the one. That's the the one possible thing I might keep from my old version. Okay. Are the components is, for so this one additional players. Alien Frontiers always reminded me of Dune Imperium. Oh. When I played Dune, <laughs> because there's that visual track of yep. like you get to this because this ends when you hit a certain point, right? Is it that ends when you get your last bubble thing okay. on the on okay because because Dune Imperium ends like when you get ten points, ten points, right? Yeah. And that, that always. To Natalie's point, you can visually see that you are getting your ass kicked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard where there's no, there's not a lot of like, oh, I, I have a bunch of end game points. I know I'm going to get right. some points back. Yeah. I know I'm going to score some. Or or there's a lot of points later. It's not a point salad. Right. There's, at all. It's right. just, you get three points. That's a fuckload. That's a lot of That's points. so <laughs> right. many points. Yeah. Or you win by three. Same like thing with Dune Imperium where yeah. toward the end when you're playing, you're like, I'm just going through the motions to get to the end of the game. And that can suck. That's the, the one downside I feel like of Dune Imperium. If you're not in it. In the last handful of turns, you're you're pretty so out. Yeah, you're like I yeah. can't do anything. Yeah, you're well, like am even, I just king making? And what that, am I doing? that problem is a lot more prevalent in a two player game right. because there's moments at the end where he's like I can't do shit. But in a multiplayer game, when the majorities are jockeying back and forth, yeah. in Alien Frontiers, you'll lose points. You'll lose points, right? right. So if they well, take you're that too far away, ahead. It's just yeah. It's a in the two player game, it was all there was right. nothing that and could like, happen. There even in the game that we just played. Um, it kind of felt even at some point, you know, like he was like getting all his dice out, but then I started kind of quickly getting domes out. And so we were kind of like even. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, I have a chance here. And then like the next like three turns, I he got the rest shot. of all he of was his out. He was boom, 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 boom. And I was you. like, oh, it's okay. like you got to the same point, but he was already building his next. Yes. Step. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So that's uh, the new Alien Frontiers Edition X by Starling Games. I am so thankful that they sent that to me, and I I love I love the fucking game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, so yeah. I'm very excited to have that one, and we'll see what happens with the older version. Jeff, what else do you have? Okay, we played a game right before the show, right after Natalie's um, uh, Chinese experience, <laughs> um, Chinese food experience, which we think that gave her the zoomies. Her into whatever this <laughs> is. It gave her the zoomies. Somehow. Yeah, whatever just happened. She's come down a little bit. She has. She's I know. Oh, yeah, but she's drink. just started a Kickstart, so I hope she ramps it back. She's going to get. Yeah, yeah, she's going to get her. She's going to get her second win. I'm here. all so, over the place. <laughs> I don't have a ton written down about this game. This game came out in 1999, and it's called Ra. Ra. R A. Ra. 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 Ma. Like that. Now they do it again. Ra. Ra. I want to play Ra. <laughs> <laughs> so this game is called Ra. It's been re-implemented into Priests of Ra. And, yeah, what the fuck? Why? Uh, there's been Ra the Dice Game. <laughs> Razi. And there's Ra something else. I think there's one more. Maybe Sispumba. Ra Ra Shishkumba. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of these games. Um, this is a designer Knizia game. Yeah, it is. And one of his better ones. The version that we played is not the old 1999 version. This is the new updated art by Ian O'Toole and 25th Century Games version. Can I tell you something that I think is so cool about Please. this? What? Ian O'Toole is, to me, he is associated with Vitale Lacerda. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel like where he got his boom. Like he just came into the scene with Vitale Lacerda games. And now I associate Ian O'Toole with like the cream of the crop, heavy, you know, really like kind of like modern style yeah. board game designs. To see Ian O'Toole's artwork with a Designer Kinesia game cool. is really cool because Designer Kinesia is like a an era before. Yeah, he's like a he's like a gen yeah. a generation or two before Ian O'Toole, and now they're like kind of fused together. And this is one of Designer Kinesia's more f- popular, famous yes. designs. And it's, so it's re- it's really cool to see the yeah. Ian O'Toole treatment on this on a game like this. Yeah, that's a that's a cool point because he Reiner Kinesia Designer Kinesia didn't make didn't make games for the art. 
Right. There was never a thought. In 1999, the art was never, like, the forefront of a lot of these games. But, like, yeah. Eno Tool, like, you look at this game, you're like, this is Eno going Tool. to grab your attention. It's You beautiful. know, and everyone now, if you've, uh, on social media, on on Kickstarter, because it's game funded through that, you know this game, you know the cover, it's, it's everywhere right now. Because I think it just got to backers, there's this great deluxe edition, all this kind of stuff. If you don't know this game, quick thing, this is an auction bidding slash Natalie's favorite type Fucking of game. Fucking loves mm-hmm. this game. Um, and usually auction bidding games, especially in 1999, led to set collection, and that's what this is. Um, players start with some bidding tiles that in this game are nice wooden, chunky awesome they're so fucking chonkers like it on my finger pads yeah they feel great tiles and they just have a number on it a simple number from one to 50 they're all simple um <laughs> from one to 15 13 we right? played in a three-player game so oh there's more in so a, in a four-player game you had one more and in a five-player game you had one more. sure um and on your turn it's very simple so on your turn you either draw a tile from the bag or you choose to start an auction that's it that's what you do on your turn wow so when you decide to start an auction, you're essentially saying, I want the tiles that have been drawn in this collective pool to be bid on. So I say, all right, I'm going to start enough. an auction. And if I start the auction, Ryan, who sits to my left, says, all right, I'm going to bid my two chip on it. Natalie says, I pass. And then it comes to me, and I have a choice. If I start the auction, I either have I have to bid on it if nobody else bids on it. Whoever bids their highest, uh, the highest token takes all of the tiles that were available from that pool. And... All the tiles, like normal set collecting games, score differently. There are also, why would you ever stop drawing tiles? Because there are also some of these negative tiles that, like, kill other tiles. Those things there's suck. Suck. <laughs> and it seems like, oh, there's only, like, eight of them in this I don't giant like fucking bag. hardly any. But why does it come out every fucking there's time? There's a million exactly. of them. And there's also these tiles that automatically start auctions. You're also bidding for... Um, your next tile that you could, the next bidding tile that you use in the next round. So like I might bid a one, but the tile that I'm getting could be a 10 for the next round. So now I have a higher number for the next round. Um, so there are great reasons to also stop and say, I'm, let's, let's do an auction. Ryan <laughs> did it a few times where he had the one and he was trying to start an auction early to use his one to get a higher tile. He knew Natalie and I didn't want to use our five sixes on something that's only one or two tiles, but if he can get one or two tiles and a nice, Bidding token for the next one. Cool. So what did I think about this game? I have always liked this game because I've played the game Priest of Rob a lot. Yeah, tons of times. Um, maybe borderline 10 times. Yeah. Played Priest of Ra. These games between Ra and Priest of Ra are almost exactly the same. Yeah, what the fuck? There are these priest tiles that are slightly different than the Pharaoh tiles or the other type of tiles that come out. Um, there's not a ton of different. The core mechanism, bidding, auctioning, collecting how they score are all very, very similar. So if you have Priests of Ra for some reason, it's not like a widely popular available game. True. I don't think there's a reason to have Ra. And if you have Ra, there's no reason to go get Priests of Ra. Um, They're very similar. But I like, I generally find auction bidding games fun. Am I necessarily, am I necessarily great at them? No. But I think that idea is fun to me. It feels different enough when I play games. Worker placement games, I can sit and I love that type of crunch and think. Auction bidding games seem so foreign to me when I play them sometimes, where I just like that it feels so different than other games that I've ever played. Yeah. Like, I'm bidding on these things. I'm not just like set collecting where I just take things, right? I have to use my tiles efficiently. And that makes me think in a completely different way than like area control or worker placement or deck building, that kind of stuff. Um 
the production of this game is amazing. And I would say it's like, so there is a, I have the retail version. There is a deluxe edition where all of those tiles that you're bidding on are wood. My bidding tiles are wood, but these are like the ones you're collecting are wood in the deluxe edition. I'm not sure you need the deluxe edition. I don't even know if I would, I don't know what the price difference is. But the regular standard edition of this game is it's still very nice. Beyond good, yeah. gorgeous is is yeah is gorgeous. There's a a new player board. I don't know if the original came with a player board to sort of organize your tiles. I absolutely love that and think it's totally necessary. Um, this game is going to stick around my collection because it's a game that I don't have. I don't have this type of auction bidding game, and I just like it. I like how it runs. I like the the way that it makes me think during this game and figure out. Ryan's played Priest of Ra before. Natalie has played now just Ra. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Ra? First of all, designer Kanizia, man. His games, <clears throat> they're so... Th- when he was in his heyday, which I consider this game, Ra, or uh, Tigers and Euphrates, or yeah. Samurai, or Through the Desert, uh, Amun Ray, or... Um, God, what's another banger that I'm missing out of banger. there? Like some real oh God, he when he's in his when he's in his element here, designing games like this, ingenious is really great. Um, he has this way of designing games where you're you're not fighting the mechanisms at all. You're playing the players. And Ra is perfect. It's got this. So when Jeff was describing the rules here, you have four fucking tiles with numbers on them, and then tiles come out that are like, you get these tiles and you'll get some points. What are those tiles worth to you? And what do the other players have and what might they get? Mm-hmm. It's not just like, I'm going to try to win the auction and get the best tile. This is more than that. Because not only is there that, there's this little bonus extra thing that happens where you have to replace the tile you're using to bid with the one that's currently out there. It's this Onitama thing where... You get, I get, I, I bid and I get rid of that tile. Now you're going to take that next. And so if you have this sweet tile set come out and you're on round two, there's only three epics in this game. You're on the second epic. And so getting tiles for that third epic is extremely important for jockeying and playing the players. Mm-hmm. And so if Jeff has just won the previous auction with his one tile, and now I have a 13, and a bunch of tiles come out, and I'm like, these are fucking like, awesome. These are perfect. For these me. are great. I need these tiles. I'm not just going to automatically take them because I'm trading this for the one. I'm trading the highest tile in the game in a three-player game for the lowest tile in the game. And that sucks. And that sucks, especially for the last epic, where now I'm not going to have a 13, which is the highest. I'm going to have the fucking lowest. <laughs> and maybe, I've, maybe I also have the six and the four. And you're like, oh. And the nine, it's like, oh, shit, that's going to fuck me up. Mm -hmm. So do you wait? Do you forego those tiles to try to get something better later, forcing someone else to take the one? Or do you hold on and not even bid? And there's these moments that you're like, you're not playing the game anymore. You're just, you're, that's not what I mean. You're not like, (laughs) you're not focused on the mechanisms. It's like, it it rises above the mechanism somehow. And I like that to your point of, Okay, these are coming out. I'm looking at Ryan and Natalie's board going, Ryan really likes all that thing. I'm not drawing another tile. Yeah. I'm not going to make him, like, I'm going to make him bid on it. Right. So I'm going to start an auction, not because I want it, because I want Ryan to bid on it. I want him to use his token to bid on it, or I want Natalie to use her token, or force me to take it with a with a low one. If they're not going to take it, I'll take it for a low one. 
I like when you kind of force other people to do things or you put them in a position where they have to make a decision. All that stuff is happening with the littlest, simplest rule set. So simple. It is nothing. This rule set is nothing, and there's so much game in there. Even if you don't like it, like you'll hear Natalie talk about in a second. Uh, (laughs) There is still so much game to think about. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking more modern art, Medici, yep. oh, auction games, Lost cities. right? Lost oh, yeah, City. Yeah. That is yeah. heyday. The bangers here. This is one of them. And this is one where, gosh, I, I Natalie hates it so fucking much. I still want it. Rock. You, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great fucking, we're not getting it. Don't worry, Natalie. <laughs> but this is a great game. Well, I have nothing negative to say what? about it. The only bad thing I could say is if you well Natalie I, I don't want to steal Natalie's thunder because but because her her complaints with auction games yeah I understand completely yeah let Natalie so crush, go ahead and, a little bit go ahead and, I, and yeah, I agree tell us what of. you think okay I thought the collecting part was cool collecting what <laughs> the collecting the sets and like, points and oh stuff. literally the physical move of grabbing the, the tiles part <laughs> is not cool um no I mean to me you can hate it it's okay I do there's nothing wrong ah. with this game. This is a fine game, but I hate the feeling I get in auction games. I feel like such a dummy. Mm. I feel like I'm just arbitrarily making decisions and they're always the wrong ones. (laughs) I don't get auction games. I don't see the strategy. And so it just feels random to me because I, the decisions for me feel impossible. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, uh, I need stuff, but do I do it now or do I not do it? I don't know. Like, it's hard for you to assess the value. <laughs> it is. Respective that's to what. Pro- that's my problem with them. I was hoping that this might be a little easier, s- gentler on you because the values are already, at least the, the numbers are in front of yeah. you. Right. You only have you four you could possibly even do. You didn't have do. to be like, oh, I want that for a million. Or like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. You're just like, you I can, guess right. this much. Like, the values are there. So you like, Ryan had the highest. He had 13. Yeah. You had 12. Like, you can see it's, them visually, but clearly that didn't that. help. No, it's more of just like that. I don't know what is a smart move to make. Like, when do I go all in? When do I hold back? You know, that kind of stuff is just really hard for me. Um, I kind of equate it to like, like um, gambling a little bit. Okay. I Ryan and I have played a shitload of poker. Yeah, I actually I thought when you true. said that, I was like, we've played a lot of poker where you're playing people. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And I'm what are they going to do? Not How do I get them out? That I'm, yeah, that's not also not my thing, and it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. You got to play know, the river more now. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure what to do, but um, but I mean, I fully realize that that's a me thing, and so if you're not like me, listen to Ryan and Jeff's opinions about this. This is game. one of the more more famous designer Kanitsia designs. Yeah, I'm sure everybody. I There's mean, also a I've push your luck this, element, but I am very well well aware of this game. Right. Yeah. 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 It's your complaints are va- if you if this was the board game beatdown, and you wrote that on. On um, a comment, BGG on a comment. Yeah, yeah we. I like, don't know yeah. if I would rag on you as much unless Can't your complain. unless your name was something like Ningly Jangly Farts or something. Yeah, <laughs> then we would, then we would probably get. God, I wish it was Ningly Jangly Farts. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like an should elf. I change it? That yeah. sounds like an elf name. You should Ningly Jangly. Raw. It's a great game, man. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with it, and I'm very happy with the production. Um, I might need to look a little bit more in the deluxe one. Yeah, what's different? I about don't. It? This thing feels so great. I I think that the. the Tiles that you're getting, the pharaoh tiles and the river tiles, all of those I think are wooden in the other one. Which the bag's gonna even be bigger. I don't know if it's necessary to have this type of game in that production, but again, people like production. It's money and it's cool. But here's the and thing: it's awesome. But this basic, this this retail edition is fucking awesome. In the next game I'm about to talk about, you can tell if you had just cardboard tokens, it'd be a bummer. 
But in raw, the tiles that come out that are cardboard are it's doesn't they're like thick. They're yeah, oh yeah, with thick, two C's. double C's. It is, and it, it yeah, it's not cheap. I don't feel like you don't feel like man. This would be cooler if it was wood or resin. Yeah, you know, or acrylic. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know I think the original either priest of raw or regular raw has like geek up bits on. To get rid of those really thin cardboard, like the Castles of Burgundy thin It's just a thin cardboard. Um, but man, this the production of this is incredible. So it's shout awesome. out to 25th Century and their reprint of this. They're, again, kicking some butt. Very cool. So Starling Games did not just send us Alien Frontiers X. What? They also <laughs> sent us something else. So we are constantly looking for games to play with the kids that they'll enjoy. And more importantly, that we'll enjoy playing with them. Right. There have been the, a ton of games over the years. Yeah, exactly. That they like but we're just mind numbing for us to play with them. We also found a lot of really good ones that have stuck around. However, the list of gamer games that the kids can handle that feel good for us is very short. Zombie kids is kind of close, but my little Everdell, I think is the first one that all three kids can play well and have fun with, with limited assistance. Usually Scarlet needs She's on your team. Oh yeah. Usually yeah, right. she like she'll understand help. the mechanisms sometimes, but she has no fucking clue what to do. Right. This one is a little different. In this kids' version of one of the more popular games of the last few years, players are placing workers to acquire resources and then using those resources to buy a card and add it to their tableau to give them more stuff to buy more cards in the future and ultimately gain parade tiles to score tons of points. It's very similar to the adult version, so there's lots of familiar territory for fans of the game. Uh, But this one's very stripped down. You will find still the resin, wood, and berries as the resources. And now there are dice to roll that give additional resource spots to go to. And the kids love rolling the dice and seeing which resources were going to be available this round. Of course. Yeah. Uh, The cards you buy are very clear. And it's really simple for the kids to tell how much they cost and what they do. The game uh, only plays four rounds. So once everyone plays their three workers four times, the game is over. So things I liked. I really enjoy in this one that everything happens in a nice streamlined way. Each turn, you simply place one worker, gather the resources from that worker. Then you can buy one card. Then you check to see if you gain a parade tile. That's it. Then next player's turn. The game is very simple without feeling pointless. There was enough to chew on each turn as there are eight cards to choose from, and they're all pretty good. Do you take a green card to jumpstart your economy each round or a blue card that kind of gives you a passive ability that fits with your strategy? Do you just gather critter cards to go after that six-point parade tile or take that other card that's not a critter but could really help later on? The artwork is the same high quality you'd expect it to be from Andrew Bosley and Jacqui Davis, and so the look of this game invites you in and makes you want to discover all the cool artwork on the cards. The kids really like when a game looks cool. And this one really looks cool, too. So it was a step in the right direction there. They loved it. Cool. The kids fucking loved it. They well, loved yeah, it so like you much. Said, the art is so uh, not childish is not the right word, but it's in this cool fantasy. Yeah, like, it's very yeah. cute animals. It's not. You're right. It's not. It's kiddy, not kid at all. But no, but it just it, lives it's in like this, fantastical. Yeah. And yeah. it lives in that kind of family friendly environment of yeah like, is it there's not monsters it's like not fighting. it's like it's just like yeah it's very ah, it's great yeah. it's really great um it felt like a game game to them right which cameron's used to but lexi specifically seeing her eyes light up as she worked out the downstream effects of buying a card and how it was going to give her a windfall of stuff was really cool to witness and she instantly said it was her favorite game of all time of course awesome the box says six and up and that's true 
Scarlett could play this with relative ease. She's not necessarily having the mind-blowing Matrix seeing moments that Lexi, my nine-year-old, right. has. She's six. She can go but, through the motions, but she's not necessarily being like, oh, I see. This yeah, is this the gets best me that, move, gets me that. So I better get But the, she you know, was able but to she understand play. what to do to get resources to get the card she wanted right then. Right. So she might be like, that card looks cool. Oh, it costs yeah. one wood. I go up there to get a wood she's and I can get now. that card. That's so fine. she, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't necessarily see strategy yet, but she knows enough to be like, I want that. So I'm going to put this there to get me that so I can spend that and buy that. Like, and that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so things I didn't like. It only plays four, which is a bummer. We're a family of five, which means either I don't play, which is what happened in our last play, or two of us are forced to double up. So in a game, you really just want to play with the kids. If both grownups want to also play and you have more than two kids, it's not ideal. Also, while this is a fun game for kids, it's not going to have a ton there as far as replayability for the adults. Other than having fun playing again with the kids as they have fun. So while something like Zombie Kids or Zombie Teens fixes this with the legacy aspect, adding things to bring you back for more, this one is just the same song and dance over and over and again. Overall, though, I really like this game, and it definitely retains that Everdell feel that the kids can join in with. And it's a robust enough experience that it feels like a great gateway game for the kids between little party games and bigger strategic games. Like I said, we had a moment with Lexi where she was talking about how she loved seeing that if she got those resources that she could buy that card, which would give her stuff for the two other cards she already bought and would help her get to the parade tile. And man, that felt so cool. And I looked at her and I was like, that's exactly why we love board games. All the games we have, that's what they do. And she kind of looked at the games with like a new sense of awe and wonder. Like, oh man. And that was really cool. That's cool. It was like an eye opening, like, yeah. what else Whoa. can I play? Yeah, like, holy cool. shit, oh, this, this is, is what, what board do? games are? Yeah. Like, oh my God. This is what you fucking losers do yeah, in the basement. This is what you dumb, smelly dweebs are up to, you neck bearded fucks. <laughs> What'd you think of this one, Natalie? Um, it's funny that you say that because I think a while ago we played Rise of Augustus with Lexi and she was very good at that too. She like got it and was like yeah. playing it. Right. Bingo. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a very simple version of, in my opinion, like a game game, you know, it's not like a kid game, not like a party game, not like a little, you know, whatever kind of game. Yeah. This little, whatever kind of game. This is like a game game that we play just yeah. simplified. Mm -hmm. And I love that the kids can understand how to play on their own. And it gives them the experience of, like placing workers, collecting resources, buying cards, getting abilities. Like most games they play don't have all that stuff. And that's all the stuff in the games that we play. And so I really like exposing them to that, I guess. Yes. And then seeing that they like got it and they liked it kind of like gives us hope for the future. What else <laughs> when they're like? generation? I mean, like when they're yeah. older, you know, like, oh, maybe they will actually be into the games that we play. Well, I feel like we haven't seen old enough. we haven't seen Lexi specifically light up like that. Yeah. Like before she'd be like, "Oh, this is fun." Or like we'll play the RPG and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I can do whatever I want." But this one she was kind of like she was just staring at her board and all the stuff she had. Yeah. And looking at the cards and then she looked at me and she was just like, oh, "Right. I know exactly what I'm going to do." And she like was like, "I cannot wait for my turn. I'm, I, this is going to be so cool." She was even cool. the entire game, she was count like keeping track of all her points. Because yeah. it wasn't just like you have a pile of nerd like coins and that's your points. Like there was like points and coins, points on cards, points from abilities yeah. that were end game points. And so she was like, like tracking it all. Yeah. You know, she's like, so I have like 33 right now, you know? Yeah. And so it was like, I don't know. It was really cool. Um, yeah. Seeing her to see it. that. Cool. And I don't know. To me, it was better than most kid versions of games. 
I like I like it better than like zombie kids and games like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was very simple. I wouldn't just like play it with you or something, but like That's to rude. play with them. <laughs> idiot. Rude. And the most embarrassing <laughs> I part dumb, was so I, I actually was like... trying and I literally yeah. came in last place <laughs> out of all. And you yeah. played the original Everdell. <laughs> yeah. kind of like, oh, she even said that. She's like, I'm going to kick your She ass, was like, oh my God, how kids. did I lose? She's like, Scarlet and Lexi beat me. Cameron won. Yeah. And um, Lexi and like, Scarlett tied. I was and Natalie was I'm like, count my points like, like oh, I'm going to win. I'm idiots. clearly going to kick all their Stupid asses. Kids. And I was like, oh, my God, I just <laughs> like, lost. Like, I lost <laughs> to the six-year-old. That's great. Who's never played a game in her life, basically. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. So thanks again to Starling Games for My Little Everdell. It's yeah. it's a really, really good game for kids. Cool. We're going to bring it to Origins and play play it more with them. So we're, right. looking, we're looking forward yes. to it. Jeff, cool. what else you got, man? Yeah, last one. This is going to be Expansion Corner. Okay. okay. All right. And then I want to talk really quick about a game I played with Joe and Jen and Devin. So expansion corner. First one, I added in the furnest, the furnest, furnace, <laughs> the furniest furnace, furniest furnace, furnace, Phineas and Ferb. Um, <laughs> oh, I love that show. <laughs> so the furnace expansion is called Interbellum. It's the first one. The both of you know how much I really like furnace. Lady Natalie has played furnace. Yes. Ryan has not. I still haven't played it. I know. I almost bought it. This is again, yeah, another bidding auction thing. bidding thing. That I think Natalie actually liked. I did like this game. More. What? I know. I'm I'm shocked. So this, this is different though, I think. There's an engine building thing which I think you liked, but there's I don't know. I don't know what you liked about this more furnace than I you feel did. like wasn't this like <sighs> Probably. This is the number it was one more like, game. <sighs> you were like so you can't put the same like your you can't put two well, of your you're tokens like, on the like same. Play, or, yeah, you're like <sighs> it's not the same. <laughs> Makes sense. You can visually see everything you're you're gonna get that round. Are you or like could. putting you, like your stuff on like spots that you want, and then you may or may not like win them on the cards, but the, right? But you yep. have like multiple things to put out there. Yes. To me, that's different than like there's one thing that everybody's going for. Sure. You can visually see everything that you could or aren't right. gonna get that round. And yeah. like, and it's not like there's multiple things. So like, if I lose these, I might get these though. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So this. Interbellum, which you know, that's the interwar period. So this is like the 1920s. It's a country singer. 20s, yeah. Um, Lady Antebellum. <laughs> and <laughs> this adds new company cards, which are those ones that you add to your um, engine. It adds new player power cards. It adds Ooh. this, um, This my favorite part of this expansion, it adds just new bidding tokens. So usually in the game, you have one, two, three, and four. That's your bidding tokens. Okay. Different sizes in case you're number blind. That's this one, right? <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. This yeah. That's this game. Um, God, that was funny. There is this new token <laughs> that you can spend coal resource to increase the number. So it's actually like a little dial that you Ooh. can put. So you can actually go all the way up to like nine. Is it bigger than, than the nine. four? It is. It's bigger than the four, and it can go like up to nine plus if oh, you want. Oh, shit. Um, so I that's like the coolest thing because you can – the coal was sort of a, a lame duck resource. You had to turn coal into something else to get like this process. So this made – it makes for a little bit more sneaky play where it's like the four isn't going to win automatically. Like I can sneak and yeah. be like, oh, I just put a six there. <laughs> um, so I, I like that a lot. That was pretty cool. It added these manager tokens, which are sort of powers that go onto the cards already in your engine. Okay. I'm not 100% sold on that, but it's cool. It adds, it's more things that you can bid on because you have an extra token. So this is the other stuff that you can bid on. For example, like you win this little tile and you put it on a card and it says that tile can activate or that card can activate twice. Mm. Or this one allows you to reset or give you another something, right? Um, I think that I will add this in with my game group for sure. We're all we're all very familiar with the game that I think will continually add Interbellum in. If I'm introducing it to someone brand new, I probably leave it out until they've played yeah. it. Maybe okay, once that makes twice. sense. It's not like an automatic add to every game with everybody. Because it actually does increase complexity. Yeah, but it's an automatic add for me to people who have played the game before. Well, let me ask you this. Um, 
are, were you satisfied without the expansion? Like, would you have kept playing it and been yes. fine, or did it need this? Yeah, I I think maybe I had maybe five, six more plays. Okay. Before I was like, eh, I need yeah, I need I'm something else. Yeah. But this is cool. The player powers are great. I I always those are those will always be in, for sure. I'll always add those in. I'll add the company cards in, um, because you can do them in kind of separate things. So I add the company cards in. Um, I might for new people leave the bidding token out and the manager token out. Okay. Um, but again, a good a good expansion to an already very good game if you're looking into it. The other expansion I want to touch on very quickly, it's barely an expansion, um, is I played Rolling Realms again. Okay. You guys like Rolling Realms? Yeah, we did like Rolling Realms. So I got the first like expansion pack to that, which I think you already have. It's Terra Mystica, Libertalia. We have the first nine. Okay, shit. I yeah. only have three. Yeah. So I have the base nine. The base nine came with it? Uh, Ten? Whatever. whatever something. Yeah. Um, plus these three, Terra Mystica, Libertalia, and Rolling Realms. So the Rolling Realms expansion to Rolling Realms. Yep. And if you don't know Rolling Realms, it's a roll and write where you're rolling things, you're writing numbers on stuff, checking mm -hmm. off boxes, normal roll and write stuff. Um, but Stonemaier does this cool thing where they just, they try to theme all the expansion cards that everybody gets into a different game. It's and it's right. super cool. It's so cool. And it's I loved that. It's yeah. infinitely expandable right. forever. Yeah, really. Yeah, and it's mostly like the game is the same. And it's the, the expansion is just like a card. Yeah, it's six cards because you can oh, play. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. So the Terra yeah, Mystica right. expansion pack came with six cards where everyone just gets. And then, I like the Terra Mystica one. I thought yeah. that was a really cool one. I thought that was yeah. cool. I thought they're pretty, like, they do their best to make it sort of like fit a theme. Yeah. Like, oh, in Charter Store, you're getting these resources. In Terra Mystica, you you're moving the, across you're the moving thing. Across right. the thing. Mm -hmm. Collect the, so it's like, it's it's just an easy thing to like pick up. And what's kind of cool is I think they're only like five bucks on the Stone My website. But if you buy like the new game that comes out, it usually has like the free add on for the expansion, yep. oh, cool. which is just kind of a cool. It's a great okay. marketing and campaign. It is. It's, again, it's infinitely expandable. Shockingly. Is anybody shocked that Stonemaier can market? Right. Um, Do you think it's no. infinitely expandable? I think In, you could expand it. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Forever. I wouldn't go that far. I'd say that it's probably finitely expandable. Finite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so those are two expansions that are, are solid. Joe, Jen, Devin, and myself played this game called 50 Clues, which if you is had like to guess. like 20 questions? No. <laughs> It's escape like room, an escape, escape room, room game. puzzle, oh. murdery game, okay? Which everyone knows I love these games, yeah. and I will Hell play yeah. all of them. Yeah, you want to Joe went on Miniature Market and went fucking bananas in some... He likes to do that. Some well, probably like, had a sale, right? Some sale where he got like these these 50 clues, and he bought this weird-ass game called Helios something-something. Ooh, like Helios? Three Not that Helios. Oh. Um, because that Helios is cool. Yeah. The other, the Helios he, he got was like $3. Cool he does. Um, He's like, oh, unicorn is yeah. nice. Moa? Oh, let's get so these games. He bought these. So what he did is he bought a bunch of games for his, um, like November, uh, extra life giveaways and oh, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Because cool. it was on sale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. he bought these, this like 50 clues has these two different packs and we played the pendulum of the dead lady or something. The pendulum of the dead. <laughs> the pendulum and of the dead lady. Yeah, that is, I got like it. Like a dead lady. like, Wee! How does the tenor of that change? The pendulum of the dead sounds so fucking cool. Yeah. Add the word lady at the yeah. end and it's It is called <laughs> the pendulum of the dead. Okay. okay. I added lady. Yeah. But la um, no, adding lady makes yeah, it way funnier. Dead lady. The pendulum and of the dead lady. So that one by itself, 50 Clues, Pendulum of the Dead Lady, has three <laughs> things to it. And then there's another one with another three, whatever. Okay. We played like box one of this thing, okay? It it feels like an unlock. There are okay. numbers on cards. There, You connect these numbers. What do you want to do? I want to do card 452 with this one. You type it in yeah. and it tells you something, right? Like you just they ripped it off? Oh, cool. I Probably, yeah. It's hard, but to, who cares, right? It's hard, it's yeah. It's hard version. to not do. Like, what else are you going to do that's creative other than escaping where you're cutting shit up or whatever? Yeah. This is, um, here's where this thing has a twist, right? This is 
maybe the darkest adult-themed escape puzzle oh, game really? I've played. Oh, really? What's about that and, movie? It and again, I've played a lot of them, but... You know, like the Echoes one was about like a speakeasy and like there might be a, a cuss word in there. There's drinking, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, or the unlocks. There's like nothing that really goes beyond like a 12-year-old in terms of right. in terms of like True. if you rated it, right? It, I think everything in unlock would be PG or PG-13. Okay. Right. Agreed. Okay. This is close to like an R-rated thing. Really? <laughs> there's not like... There's not like sex. So it's the game there casters of But it's more like disturbing. It's disturbing and dark. So that, for you're example, describing our podcast. I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> I'm giving I'm giving like adjacent examples of okay. what might happen yeah. in this game. So you might be driving a car and you flip over a card and there's a woman that's like, stop. And you can just choose to fucking run her over. Whoa. Oh my god. Or like, hey, you have this body. What are you going to do with it? And you like, you have to choose to like bury it oh my like gosh. i'm gonna bury a body or throw this thing over there and hurt someone or <laughs> holy like, shit so it's like dark secret, themed maybe for like no reason oh I've read, okay i read more some of these like that's what well, they do to be different i think so but it's not like it, it fit with what you're doing like this this theme is so we are escaping like an asylum so it tells you in the beginning pretend like you're maria you were in this asylum do what she would do so you kind of like you're doing crazy things because you were in an asylum, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, or you're at least trying to break out of this asylum. So I read some of the comments on BGG, and they people are like, "This is kind of dark." And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, it is. It's not an what unlock. What you're saying also sounds a little different from unlock is that you get to make decisions. Yeah, like you do have to do that, right? Like oh, okay. hitting the person with the car is what you have to do. Oh, okay. So yes, I, I said it wrong <laughs> in terms of like oh, I see. I, go around the person or hit okay, them with a car. I no, see. you have to hit them with the car right, to move that's on. The option. So Damn. that's where it is the same, right? You're you're plugging that's these numbers the in together the to do yeah. the dead lady. You gotta hit her. You gotta hit her with a car to hit, hit the pendulum. But anyway, it was kind of cool. I think it's pretty cheap, at, mostly everywhere. If miniature market was throwing them away, I feel like and Joe bought a bunch of them. Um, <laughs> I'd be happy to play them again because I like all these type of games. Yeah. If you already have a whole bunch of unlocks, there's no reason to get this one. Sure. Um, or if you want to hit people with cars and you want to make it like a dark the themed. Unlocks. Yeah, if you're Here's if you're out of unlocks. Yeah, maybe of. you really love uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. You're like, I wish I had a board game version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just Boom. fucking pop these prostitutes in the yep. face. Bam. Wow. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the GameCaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank... That Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the gamecasters to help out. The Gateway Network is now defunct, but our merchandise isn't. If you're looking to get some great gamecasters or mad board gamer gear, head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store and you'll find that there. We have also partnered up with Tim of Sir Meeple, who is creating custom gamecasters designs for us, so you can go to sirmeeple.com, click the pull down under creators, and find us there under board game podcasts. More stuff will be added frequently, and what a great way to support two creators at the same time. A dream for most of us, am I right, Natalie? So once again, that's sirmeeple.com. You click the pull down under creators and find us under Board Game Podcasts. 
Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. Why don't you step inside? Come on, it's warm in there. You think you found some grass, but nope, it's pubic hair. You wonder why there's so much underwear. You stepped inside a Natalie's Nook. Today on Natalie's Nook, I'm going to share some information with you about the history of board games. Oh, shit. Sit back and <laughs> grab your Jack notebook. Off. And snooze. <laughs> um, one of the first recorded board games is called Senate. It's an ancient Egyptian board game created around 3500 BC. Damn. 30, that's somewhere in between the time when uh, Franklin R. Table yep. or whatever. Franklin, Franklin <laughs> Richard, Richard, Richard Table. Richard Furniture, Furniture Table. table. <laughs> so yeah. 30, So what, this game was called Senate, and then it turned into a Coney Island around Michigan. I love the Senate Coney Island. Senate Coney Island. Great. That's it's the, like that's S-E-N-E-T. The they found so like, like <laughs> remains of this game in like What's burials. Like? like what is it? Don't ask me that. Well, the, do you have pictures of what it looks like? I mean, I saw some pictures. Yeah, like, is it just like a di- is it like a dice? Does it use dice? I don't. Remember. Does it have dual layer dual layer stone tablets? <laughs> it should. Just shut up. Did you get the upgraded one? If you can get dual layer yeah, stone tablets, <laughs> you yeah. Um, and then you threw me off. Okay, Egypt. So this was like an ancient Egyptian board game. Egyptians also created a game called Hounds and Jackals around 2000 BC, and these games were often a pastime for royalty to entertain themselves. A lot of the early, early games were in places like the Middle East and um, in Europe and China. Another extremely old board game is Backgammon, created by Mesopotamians around 5,000 years ago, and this is one of like the oldest ones that is also still played today. Um, and then there's Go, a Chinese board game that oh, existed yeah. for That's well over 2,500 years. Someone is still playing from the first game. Yeah. <laughs> right, really. <laughs> that was ever started. Yeah. Um, and board games did not take off in colonial America at first because they were considered frivolous. Everyone's time was dedicated to maintaining the home and long hours spent at work. And also, religion played a factor because at the time, it was feared that board games would be too much of a temptation. Dice, tools often used for gambling, were seen as sinful. And so while games were kind of popular over in Europe and like that side of the world, when in colonial America, like it wasn't really like taking off at all at the beginning. Um, and then it says one of the first board games published in the U.S. was called Traveler's Tour Through the United States and was published in 1822. Whoa. I know. It was like pretty. Traveler's Tour Through the United States? That name just yep. grips you. I know. <laughs> Damn. That's so really fun. Wow. I saw that at R.I.W. and I was like, I got to have this fucking thing. <laughs> so then they started like making some games and as time went on and technology progressed, people began to find that they had more time to dedicate to leisure activities. And in the mid 1800s, more board games were released as a result of this and the game of life was published in 1860 and some say it caused one one of the first bursts in board game popularity because it was relatable and then after like this game came out games became more acceptable 1860 yeah it's like the year before the civil war started people are playing i found a little bit of um detail about hounds and jackals 
Okay. It's also is known. It jackal? Hounds and jackal. jackal. Is it jackal? Jackal. Is it jackal? Jackal. Is it jackal? Hounds and jackals also known as fifty-eight holes, which is my favorite uh, brothel in the yep. red district of Detroit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a well-known Bronze Age board game, which was invented in ancient Egypt four thousand years ago. Now it says the name is fifty-eight holes, and then for rules it says the game is played with two players. The board has two sets of twenty-nine holes. Okay. Gaming pieces are ten small sticks with either a jackal. Jackal? Is it Jackal? Jackal? Wait, hold on. Is it Jackal? jackal? It's Jackal or dog heads. One player takes five Jackal heads. Jackal? Is it Jackal? I think it's Jackal heads. Jackal? And the other player takes five dog heads. The aim of the game was perhaps to to start at one point of the board and to reach with all figures another point of the board. The hole on the top of the board is slightly bigger than the others and accepted as the end point for the players. So that's Hounds and Jackals. Mm. Uh, It was... S-E-N-E-T. Well, hold on. It was called 58 Holes by William Matthew Flinders Petrie because the game board features 58 holes. Did he make the Petri dish? The Petri dish. It's very original. He grew uh, a human being in a Petri dish. Okay. What was it called? S-E-N-E-T? Yeah. S-E-N-E-T-B-O-A-R-D. When I was looking up stuff, it it did have a bunch of pictures of like old board game stuff, even like really old dice and just like board game pieces and stuff. And it's kind of cool looking. It looks sweet. Senate or Senat, ancient Egypt, passing. Is a board game from ancient Egypt that consists of 10 or more pawns on a 30 square playing board. The earliest representation of Senate is dated to 2620 BC from the Mastaba of Hesire. Okay, interesting. Let's look at the, I want to see real quick the gameplay here. Unfortunately, due to the game falling out of use during the Roman period, the exact detailed rules of play are not known. We'll never know. The Senate board itself was usually constructed out of wood, ivory, phalanx, or some combination of these materials. And the layout of the board is blah, 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 blah. No one knows. Can you imagine having like an ivory playing the game board nowadays? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I know. It'd be so sweet. That's a stretch goal. (laughs) I know. People have like chess boards like that now made out of marble. Yeah. Um, A series of board games. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We were talking about how like. In like the 1800s, when life in America, <laughs> board games started to become a little more popular, um, and then a series of board games were developed from like 1906 through the 1930s that involved the buying and selling of land and the development of that land. So real interesting themes. Mm, those are some um, great themes. And then by like 1933, a board game had been created, much like the version of modern Monopoly. And then like soon after that. Along came stuff that we Pollock. know, like Clue and Sorry and <laughs> Trivial Pursuit, Risk and Pictionary and Candyland. And then fast forward to like today, you know, we kind of oh, we kind of know the more recent We're from Candyland. Well, to 2023. I mean, we know the more recent history yeah, of board true. games and how it has it progressed and like from jackals and dogs. It has it like tremendously increased in popularity. Um, and then there's just like a few more other like interesting facts. This, well, I mean, you guys probably already know this, but the study of gaming is called ludology. Yep, ludology. There's podcast named that too. Yeah, don't yep. talk about our podcast. <laughs> um, the oldest known kids game is hopscotch. Okay, that's not a board uh, game. Came a board, know, board but game. It's a game. Okay, board game. The first hopscotch. ever. Jumping, stop jumping on the board. <laughs> You're ruining the board. This is for Ryan. The first ever chess tournament was in London in 1851, and chess was also loved by Ben Franklin, Voltaire, and Napoleon. Oh, Voltaire! We know him from the Great. I know. <laughs> Time out. So wait. So the first chess match did Hans. Tournament. Hans, tournament. What's his name? Hans, Hans Zimmer. Niemann. Did Magnus, Hans Zimmer Hans win that one? And who's that guy? Niemann, Magnus Carlsen. Magnus Carlsen. Magnus Carlsen. Win Carlsen? That? Oh yeah. And you said Probably. Voldemort liked it too. Yep, yep. Voldemort. Voldemort. Okay. Voldemort. <laughs> yep. Voltaire. Yep. He's in the great. <laughs> okay. He's like a French guy. 
a writer? I don't know what he is. Oh, yeah, I think he's like a writer. Are you sure he's poet. French? Are we, we sure he's poet. French? No. Yeah, he's French. Maybe he's is just he? pretending he's to be French. French. Okay. Oh, he might not. Yeah, that's true. He could be pretending. No, I'm pretty yeah, sure Maybe Voltaire he wanted is. to open a bakery. Um... <laughs> 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 A Kickstarter campaign Bellagerie. of exploding kittens raised nine million dollars. Yeah, that was the that biggest was, one for a while. Yes, I it's not that. anymore, I don't think, but it was the biggest and one. And I read something. This is just a prediction, but it says Uh-oh. the global board game market is predicted to exceed thirty billion dollars by twenty twenty eight. Wow. That's a mm. weird forecast. I know. Twenty twenty eight. Yeah. Well, five, well, five, five year projection. Mm-hmm. So the five year projection. What is that now? Do we know? I think I think I read last year. Five hundred thousand. It was like <laughs> eight bucks. It was like something more like it's gonna be a big boom. Five billion or something like wow, that. Wow! So they're big expecting boom. it to grow by a lot. Yeah. Well, it's probably like the trend. Yeah. Right. Where you know is it going? Right from from how fast it got to five <laughs> yeah, billion. Exactly. Where a few years ago it was probably still in the millions. You know, it's like holy <laughs> yeah, exactly. shit. Yeah, all that stuff. I remember when we looked at games getting released every year and the amount of games getting released every single year, mm-hmm. how just exponential growth that is yeah. just absolute fucking bananas. It's crazy. Kickstarter has really made it to yeah. anybody. Anybody can just put a fucking Yeah, I also there. read yeah. that, I think it was like, there was like seven board games a day that gets like, um, what's the word? Published, produced, uh, back, uh, funded, uh, funded, funded crowdfunded. Kickstarter. Yeah. Seven a day. Seven a Man, day. 6.4 of them suck. <laughs> right. And Alien Frontiers back in the day yeah. was the only one. <laughs> but it Man. is true. I mean, like the amount of board games released has like gone crazy. The amount of board games that are like sold in stores, how many more stores sell them has gone crazy. Gone how, crazy. how many just people in the hobby how many board games they own in their home and have gone through even. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, where is it going to go? Like, what's the... Is the bubble going to burst? Everybody thinks about this all the time, right, with, like, technology. Well, how can we get better than a flip phone, right? How can we get better than <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah. And we're sitting in virtual reality and right. watching the Black Mirror show. And right. It's, it's, now it's I like, can go on to Bing Image Create and just be like, you know, um, a midget fucking a dragon and it'll be like boop there it is like <laughs> yeah. what it's it's the so like we're sitting here going all right what's next something will be next yeah there will be something There'll that will like blow something. us away in board games and, in a year okay and then in two years i know years, i and talked and that's about cool. this before but i'm reading this book by neil degrasse tyson and there neil degrasse tyson and there's something else in it that he was talking about this kind of thing where like back in the day you know, they're imagining what kind of things, you know, in a hundred years, will, what will the world be like? And what actually happened wouldn't even have like, they could never even have come up with what we've done a hundred years ago. Yeah, like in their, yeah. in their dizziest daydreams. Yeah, right. right. Like they're like, ooh, everybody's going to have a fax machine in their home. Little did they know, like we're like a million mm-hmm. things beyond the fax machine and that's like obsolete. A fax now. machine is now a joke that people tell <laughs> right, about exactly. how old you are. Yeah, like so where like, is this? And even in board games, it's like, what's going to happen next? Well, there's probably going to be something that we can't even imagine that's going to yeah. happen next. Because really there's a lot of, a lot of games are starting to incorporate like technology, right? right. There's, there's app driven games. There is, you know, you can buy a tabletop thing that has like the board on I want the TV that. screen, right? Give it to me. And that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. But there's still like, People like me and you and most everybody else that we have physical copies of games. Is yeah. that at some point going to disappear? It might. Maybe. Like, do you just have, like, 
How, how many of us display our DVD collection anymore? Right. Not many. That was right? all we did. That was and all C- anybody and did. And CDs. Yeah. So we like, had towers. So now I have this. We have all these Calyx. What's going to happen when I can just pull up this game on? It's going to exactly. just like appear, appear on the table. There's going to yeah, be no more somehow. physical. And that, that hurts games. my finger pads. I want. I know my, my finger, finger pads. Maybe they'll have things. some sort of haptic finger pad feedback thing. Yeah, ooh, it touch my finger pads. Maybe yeah. it'll be like a hologram thing you put in the middle of your table. Right, exactly. Yeah, you can, can haptic like, like yeah. Iron Man almost. You, yeah. wear these, you wear the power glove. <laughs> you can wear the power glove, and I can move things. We regress technology technologically back, <laughs> back to the power, to the power glove. glove. Well, yeah. technology is cyclical. It's cyclical. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the beeper king. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'm, I, I'm interested to know. I'm interested to see the the evolution of where our is hobby. gaming going to go that is one of the more exciting things to think about i'm here for all of it there's a lot of, of uh luddites who do not want apps in games they don't want technology i'm here give it all to me i want to try it all yeah mm-hmm. yeah i definitely want to try it all i there's just like, want to have fun i don't give a fuck about like oh it's got it has to be on a board for me to have a good i don't give a shit i just want to pl- just show me something fun yeah i want to yeah. i'm into trying how things. can i have fun yeah, you can show call me. it whatever you can call it a video game that's fine i'm still having yeah, fun i don't give a shit i'm having a good time <laughs> right, right? Yeah. right? I'm hanging out with you guys so cool that was a good one. You guys are gonna need the dingers. You know why? Check it, 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 check it. That's right. That's right. Here we are again with another round of the Association Station. I'm back with ten games for Jeff and Natalie to guess based on the clues I give them. Example: skirmish, boobs. Answer: War chest. All right. So we have ten games. Are you guys ready for the Association Station? I feel like we haven't. Jeff has grandma's. I feel like we haven't had, we haven't played the Association Station in a while, even though we probably played it yeah. a couple a couple episodes ago. I think I want a shirt that says Grandma's Bell. <laughs> grandma's Bell. <laughs> Design that says. Grandma's. Can I put it on the quilt, grandma's. please? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Number one. She'll live forever. Kira Knightley, Kim Kardashian, Kevin Klein, Chris Christopherson. Hmm. I see what they have in common, but <laughs> yeah, me too. Kira Knightley, Kim Kardashian, Kevin Klein. Yeah, we know that. Chris Christopherson. But what's the game? Chris Christopherson. <laughs> Chris Christopherson. <laughs> Who is Chris yep. Christopherson? Um, is he an actor? Well, it's clearly something with K's. Yeah. But what? KK, double K. Oh, KK. But Kieran, Kieran, uh, oh, he's a KK's. singer. He's a singer songwriter. Two, two, K. I knew that. Two K. Oh, he two wrote K. Bobby McGee. Why two K? Maybe. Uh, they got double, wrote, double K's across. Oh, okay. oh, maybe they're. K, number one. All right, number two. K's. Number two. Extraterrestrial countrysides. Jeff. Alien frontiers. Alien oh, frontiers. Yeah. Correct. Got Nicely one. done. All right, number three. What Andrew Bosley named his penis? Who's Andrew Bosley? Hmm. Andrew Bosley. Is that a sports oh. guy? Jeff. My little Everdell. Yes, my little Everdell. <laughs> <laughs> he did the artwork for Everdell. He did the artwork for Everdell. Oh, okay. All right, so Andrew Bosley uh, named his penis my uh, little Everdell. I didn't like that one. <laughs> it's, of course you did. Oh, of course. I didn't know who Who's that Andrew Bosley, even though Ryan just talked about him two minutes ago. Number four. Low sugar, high protein. <laughs> Low sugar. <laughs> the hell? Low sugar, high protein. Low sugar, high protein. <clears throat> the diet. Yeah. Low sugar, high protein. Is it, is it keto? Is there a game called keto? I don't know. Is it? Keto. 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 
What are you saying? Gen X. Ketogenics. <laughs> Ketogenics. Keto Generation X. Uh, <laughs> keto. Low sugar, high protein. Low sugar, high protein. High protein diet. Uh, low sugar, high protein. Lots of meat. Give me that meat. Give me that meat. Lots don't give me that processed food. Lots of meat. No sugar and I don't no know. processed food. I'm blanking. Give me that meat like I had in the olden days. All right. Uh, number five. Uh, Livonia, Michigan. Yeah. Or Commerce, Michigan. Natalie. My city. Yes, my dear. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be wrong, but can I guess for the KK one? Yes. Is it Crisscross? <laughs> Natalie guesses Crisscross every third episode. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, Crisscross starts with C's. Is. I know it starts with C's, but I was like, it has the same sound. Like she it's guesses two words. Yeah, I'm gonna go Kira back. Kira Knightley was the first thing I said. I need everyone to listen oh, to 115 man. episodes of this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you only gotta listen to like 90. <laughs> she does love crisscross. No, it's not Natalie crisscross. has said the word crisscross no, in at least <laughs> 20 episodes. <laughs> I think this is something Dan would do. Dan, go yeah. back and listen to. I think you've said crisscross. crisscross. <laughs> it's been on top five lists. You've guessed it. <laughs> no, Ryan just she t- loves says that crisscross. I love it. She fucking loves it. I don't. It's just. Well, you just guess it right now. So, all right. Kira Knightley, Kim Kardashian, Kevin Klein, Chris Cross Offerson. You also missed uh, low sugar, high protein. Yep. Low sugar. Low sugar, high pro. All right. Here we low go. Number sugar. six. Enfamil for the ladies. Enfamil for the ladies. What number is this? Six. Is that? This is. You know what Enfamil is? Yes. Enfamil okay. Is baby I do. formula. The formula. For the ladies. What's baby formula for the ladies? Baby formula. I'm going to guess it's like wine. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, then guess Vinos. Um, Enfamil for the ladies. <laughs> she said, did you see what she did? Or, did you know. She had her hand over the belt and she goes, is it Oh my God. Natalie. <laughs> I have no idea. Just ding in and guess. She can't risk dinging in. If you ding in and guess, I'll ding in and guess something that's wrong too. Natalie. Vinyl. No. I mouthed no to you. Oh, when you, you did? No, of course I did not. No, because he's not helping you. I'm not going to help you cheat to win. Uh, no, it's what not Vinyl. What if MFML for the ladies is something dirty, like it's Ryan's seed? Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. game called like, Ryan's seed. I know, but what if that's the train of thought? <laughs> Was oh that baby formula for the lady? Like the ba- his babies come. You're comparing in that to baby formula. You're a sick man. You don't know Ryan. Hey, you listen to the fucking show. <laughs> she didn't know I was a sick man. Jeff. She didn't know. What the fuck? It was in your vows. <laughs> I vow to love you and cherish you, even though you're even a though sick you man. Talk about infamil for the ladies. And- All right, we'll move on. Number seven. Man, we're doing really bad. Yeah, this we is are. a secret mission one. I had when I was younger. I called it Operation Oral. <laughs> what are we? What? Why are we? What are we doing? We're not gonna get any of these. You are. You can get them. Operation Oral. Operation Oral. When you were younger. Yeah, I I I have a secret mission. Secret Operation, Operation Oral. Operation Oral. You can get these. You can do this. This is sexual or like um, this oral hygiene? No, this is sexual. <laughs> this is a hundred. Could be about brushing your teeth. Okay. Uh, nope, this is my wife. Blossom, blossom. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you. I didn't know you talked like that. I know. My well, God. Hold on. He might not mean that. He might mean brushing your teeth. I don't even understand. Is there a game Ugh, about flossing? What is wrong with like you? Cold, cold Sometimes people brush their tongue. 
Chris. Colgate Boy, or something. No, right. here's what it's about. <laughs> Operation Oral. When he was younger, he was trying to get oral. Yeah. He was trying to get Just like his every young man. Wet. Okay? That's what he was trying to do. He wanted a so, BJ. What? Game. Let's just talk this out because we suck okay, so fucking let's bad. Talk it no, you can do it. Let's it just try to it as a young person. Let's hope he's at least like, like he's not young eight. teenage okay. Ryan. We can only hope. You're, yeah. Wants young, a fucking BJ. Wants a beejer, <laughs> and he calls it Operation Oral. Operation Oral. So he Oral. goes out to get a beejer, <laughs> and he needs to find someone to give him a beejer. Okay. And he calls it. He's like, this is Operation Oral. I have an idea, and it's gonna be. I'm gonna give you one clue. Okay. Go the other way. Oh, he wants it. He wants to give oral. He wants to suck someone's dick. Wants <laughs> <laughs> to give a BJ. Wants to give a blowjob. So Ryan is optimistic. Got it, got it. We nailed it, Jeff. We nailed it. He wants to LP. Ryan wants to. Whoa. Oh, oh my Ellipi. goodness. Okay. is a, is a name Ooh, or okay. something. We should get it. The next animal we get, we should name it Ellipi. Ellipi. <laughs> like Penelope? Yeah. Ellipi for short. Yeah. Okay, so Ryan wants to suck some D. Now, he's on a mission to do it. Ellipi, okay. Okay, he wants to Ellipi or he wants to SMD. So I called it Operation Oral. Yeah, so you're on the That's what I need you to associate. Me too. Okay. Is there something about 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 like licking them? Like cats? Cats? Something about machines and licking them? Cats or dicks? All right. While you're thinking about that, let's move to the next one. This one, it's funny. I I I honestly thought I was like, okay, this one's the hard one. The next one. Is that what this was? Is that supposed to be the hard one? No. (laughs) Number eight. I am legend. With Will Smith. I also think it's clever, oh, but I am Legend be- with Will Smith. <laughs> Isn't that a Will Smith movie? Yes. I am John Legend. I am Legend. Isn't there like kind of like zombie things in that movie? Legend. It's like an apocalypse type movie, right? But he's also he's being creative. When he was younger, he I thought to- I was so creative. I thought I, I, a lot of times I am like, this is the clue that everyone's gonna I be like, oh, you're a genius, legend. and then you know, nobody gets it, and it's I like, oh, that, I'm, I'm just dumb. Um, Natalie, we have three. I, <laughs> I, th- I say we like scratch the points and work together to just yeah, try to okay, get them. Yeah, okay, work together. Okay, I, I, okay. All right, number nine. Oh, God. Blank, blank, kachoo. Cuckoo, kachoo. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Ah, ah, kachoo. What? Is that like with chickens? <laughs> chickens? What is, I don't know. What's cuckoo, kachoo mean? I don't know if it's cuckoo, kachoo. I think I'm closer. <laughs> you said ah, ah? Yeah, like you're about to Wait. sneeze, motherfucker. <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> Wait, say, say the clue again. Blank, blank, kachoo. Ah, oh, I see. Ah, ah. Thank you. But kachoo, it's achoo, not akachoo. Akachoo? Who's an akachoo? <laughs> That's a bird. Yeah, oh, okay. So what do you think blank? it is? Kaka kachoo? No, what the hell did you say? Kachoo. Cuckoo kachoo. Isn't that a thing? Yes. Cuckoo kachoo. Okay, what the fuck is it then? I know, what the I fuck? I don't cuckoo kachoo. Kind of I don't know what cuckoo kachoo is. Like a cuckoo bird? I'm thinking about Operation Oral. That's all I think about. <laughs> oh my god, we suck. Right, let's go to the last one. Fucking oh, bird. Jesus. God damn it. Porn title for the tortoise fucking the hare. What? what would the porn title for that be? Slow and steady. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We got it. The porn title oh! for the tortoise fucking the hare? Fuck. The tortoise Fucking the hair. I, if there was a board game called Slow and Study, that's better. Turtles 
and bunnies. You guys, I am sorry. I thought I no, killed it with I, this. Oh I was like, I was like, I think this is great. I think I'm doing good here. This, every, this must be the worst one I've ever done. I forgot every game that I've no, ever. No, it's the worst played. one we've ever done. <laughs> You're probably okay. fine. I don't know. So we, we got we got Kakakachu. You got Kira Knightley, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. So it's got to be a, like Kevin a Klein. board game that start, has two words that will start with K. But what the fuck? Yeah. uh... Uh, my clue here is I think Jeff and will get this King Kamino quicker <laughs> than Natalie. Kamino. King Kakakachuku. Uh, we also have low sugar, high protein. Yeah, that's keto. Is that keto? Isn't that keto? My keto. other my other clue for that is um Optivia. all meat long ago. That's my clue. And all then Enfamil. Oh, paleo. For the, you gotta ding in. Paleo. Yes, correct. Paleo or are you guys doing? Uh, you guys are doing cooperatively this, yeah, this time. I'm yes, paleo. I'm, okay, I'm a little surprised now. Let me go. Let's keep scoring now. Yeah, no, I know. Me no. too. No, no. She wants to though. No, um, no. Also, Enfamil for the ladies. Oh yeah, Enfamil oh, for yeah. the ladies. Formula for so, the ladies. Formula, baby formula so for the it's ladies. It's not wine related. It's not or wine. It? Or is it? it? You know that it's not vineyards. That's That'd what you know. Weird. Then you have the secret mission when I was younger, and I called it Operation Oral. Yeah, and it's and then I am legend. Operation Oral. Blank. I'm just gonna give it one blank. Blank Kachu. Now what is it? That'll be easier. What did you say? Okay, it's blank blank Kachu, but Koo. Now it's Koo Kachu. It's Koo. It's Koo. Oh, correct game. Koo. Yes. Right. Coop. 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 And then the last one. Porn title. For the tortoise fucking the hair. Fucking the hair. Uh, you let me know when you want me to start giving these turtle. to you. Can we okay. give them to you? Turtle bangs. A turtle bang. Yeah, turtle hey bangs. Hey bangs. It's a clever porn name for a turtle fucking hmm. No. The tortoise fucking the hair. Bunny. Something bunny. I'll give Third you a clue. Bunny. The tortoise and the hair. What is that? It's a, it's a fairy tale about um, running slowly. Okay. It's like a folk tale. You're close. Yes. Fucktail. Another what's another <laughs> Man, you're killing it with these porn titles. <laughs> um, Instead of ducktail is fucktails. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. Um, wait, where were we? Folktales or like folklore? You're but like right. Folklore. You're like tickling the I am spot. Tickling the tickling the yeah. operation. Pickling. You're like right around the little bean there. What? All right. Never, you want to start giving them to you slowly? Uh, Kira Knightley, yeah. Kim Kardashian, Kevin Klein, Chris Cust, Christopherson, K2. Oh, shit. K2? K2. What yeah, the game. is that? It's a mountain. It's a game about the mountains. The, oh, mountain, the K2 that. mountain. You don't know that game? No. Okay. I feel like I wrote down. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah, I don't know if Sorry I about that. that. Yeah, no, that I, I, good. Okay. Um, good here we go. Enfamil for the ladies might be called Formula D. Oh. I knew it was a dick one. <laughs> I know it's a dick thing, see? I was thinking a drink. Yeah, you got real nice. <laughs> you were. Ryan well, hold on. Maybe he's, he's like not that. doing it like that. Ryan is not. Oh, that if type he of uses Ryan. it, if that's that, then he's going to he be disgusting. disgusting. I didn't know this. <laughs> the secret mission I had when I was younger that was Operation Oral. You might call it Project L. Oh, because you wanted to. Lick. Oh, Project yep, L. P. When you said L. P. Oh. And then Jeff was like, "What about licking?" I was like, "Oh, they're gonna get it. They're gonna get it any second. Project yeah. Operation Oral project. could be Project L. Totally. I am Legend. You guessed. Uh, I'll say you're on the right track with who's in the movie. Will Will, Will Smith. Smith. Mm-hmm. Ooh, zombie. There's a the dog. The Pursuit in there. of Happiness. You got it. The Pursuit of Happiness. No. Um, um, so he is the last survivor. 
He's the something. What's you, the game? You called? just said you just last code. Last. What's his name? Last will. Last will. <laughs> That's good. It's last, last will. Game? Yeah, oh, it's last okay. will. Good. Yes, last will. That was the one that I was like, this is going to be hard, but if they yeah, get it, hard. maybe that's they'll think it's one. clever. But I, it that turns out clever. it was stupid. No, no, that was very and clever. And the porn title We're just dummies. for the tortoise, fucking the hare, stuffed fables. <laughs> oh my <laughs> All right, God. That's good. Nice. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I, uh, no, I, I had fun with those. No, those were good. We just, yeah. I forgot every game I've ever played. I know, me too. I'm sitting there I'm and I'm like, think of them. any game. Just think of one. Think of one game. Just ding in and say Amerigo. If you got those at home, I would love if you could like tell us in the in the Discord. I, it's always fun to hear. Like I was screaming yeah. into the yeah. car. Um, okay, for the top five, I normally introduce the top five, and uh, Natalie's had the zoomies, and she um, is running away from me now. My phone. I need to go get. Oh, she, she plugged her phone. She plugged her phone in earlier. Yeah, I do this that. is the payoff the we're getting from that. Now. We're getting this payoff from that. Yeah. So um, Natalie is going to tell us all about our top five that we have um, today. Because Natalie came up with this idea, and now she is frantically frantically or she's something. freaking out. Like, oh my god, I can't believe this was going to happen. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know the order of our show. Um, so normally, <laughs> we usually come up with our top fives. Almost mere moments before the show starts. Yeah. Well, we've gotten a little better. No, now we're about the, the a day, day of. Yeah. the day of, like earlier, the morning of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Natalie came up with this idea, and I want you to tell us about it now. Okay. Well, I came up with it as a joke, and I said, "What if we do top five games that can suck it? Suck it. Suck it." <laughs> and then Ryan, I'm like, suck just it. kidding. And Ryan's like, actually. Let's do it. I, okay. I didn't say it that hoity-toity. I was like, <laughs> this actually sounds hilarious. If we we give me and Jeff and you no context it's yeah. just top five games that can suck it yeah whatever you think about but it, i wanted it. to tell you before we say our games that can suck it i wanted to talk about suck it the meaning of suck it you take out oh, your suck okay. it and you suck it suck it you suck it you suck it you suck it the internet say the internet suck it the is internet. considered a vulgar expression that you tell someone who you are extremely upset with or angry with you can fucking suck it hey suck it you suck could it. also use this expression to rub something in someone's face for instance something oh, they didn't think you could do suck it. Suck it. Oh, suck once it. it's accomplished you could use this term as an expression to say even though you thought i couldn't look i just did it anyway suck it <laughs> suck it bitch. well there's another meaning um the idiom suck it originated in the 1990s she's just glossing like over a, the other like meaning. in the world <laughs> you could just be like you could just no you just say suck it what do you want me to do? Suck it. Suck it. Operational. Take out your suck it. Yeah. Project all. And you suck Wait, it. No, <laughs> Operation. Operation. Suck it. Well, the, no. Operation. Suck it. Operation oral. Um, <laughs> but really, this was originated was in thing. wrestling by. What was the fucking clue? Degeneration. Do you not X. remember from minutes ago that was the fucking what? clue? Operation oral. That was the clue. You do. You said it like you didn't. <laughs> you did. I thought you were just like, oh, that's funny. Okay, go back to the. Don't go back to WWF. Oh, go back to WWF. Degeneration X was the one who kind of gave was given credit the origin of the phrase "suck it," and he would do that hand chop. Oh yeah, the, the hand chop. Suck, suck it, suck it. I remember in fifth it. grade, the entire fifth grade, when I was in when I was fifth grade, that must have been a fun time again. to be a fifth teacher. Yeah. We all no, we all got in trouble because I was we were walking. Well, because when you're a kid, that was like giving the finger. Suck it, yeah. So we all the whole fifth grade got in real big trouble for telling everybody to suck it all the time. <laughs> We yeah, like that was like on swearing the and when like, you were a kid. It. And they were like, if you, if you say suck it one if more time, one on more of you sucks it. <laughs> if one of you crosses your crotch and yeah. says suck it. Well, because you wouldn't only cross your crotch, you would also hump. 
as yeah, you're it crossing. Like, yeah. It was like, yeah. and then right. sometimes you'd like jump off something, and be like suck yeah. it, suck it, <laughs> just to emphatically like. Can you imagine yeah, like Cameron's it. like yeah, people he was just age, like just suck, going, it. suck it. Yeah, well, why not? That's, That's what they. <laughs> but also, this one article they'd be lucky to had, suck it. It had example sentences to give you. For example, okay. Brandon told Tiffany to suck it after she said there was no way he could do a hundred push-ups, and he did it. Hundred <laughs> push-ups, suck it, bitch. Suck. Yeah, I like. I feel that. like I feel like he'd suck probably it. be like, yeah, suck, suck it, yeah, suck it, you dumb bitch. Or people who think global warming is a myth and that the world is flat can just suck ha! it. So <laughs> go off and just suck it. Turns out it's a globe. Suck, suck it. it. <laughs> you thought the Earth was flat? It's not. Suck it. Another example is a discussion between two brothers. Brother one. Ooh. Jeff, and, you have okay. first-hand and, knowledge of this. And if you yeah. aren't down with that, I got two words for you. Brother two, <laughs> suck it. it. Brother one, darn, I missed the Generation X and their antics. Brother two, me too. Wrestling is so boring now. <laughs> okay. That took a weird Wrestling time. is boring without suck it. And the last one is a discussion between two co-workers. Co-worker one, I just want to tell the manager to suck it. Coworker two, I don't think that would be in your best interest. Coworker one, probably not, but it would make me feel better. Yeah, suck it. <laughs> what? And then what about this last one where you take out your suck it and you suck it? And you suck <laughs> yeah. it. You suck it. Suck it. You suck it. Suck it. I just told ChatGPT. I said write a joke where the punchline is suck it. Okay. Ready? Here's yep. what it says. Why did the vampire join the vacuum cleaner sales team? <laughs> because he wanted to suck it like a pro. Nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just write another. That? I said here's another one. Sure. Here's another one. Why did the grape win the marathon? Why? Because it knew how to suck it up and run with the best of them. <laughs> okay. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. Another one, please. Why did the straw go to therapy? Because it couldn't suck it up and handle all the pressure. There anymore. we go. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Well, Jeff, Jeff, all right. Here's our top five games. That Natalie, you tell us it. the order you'd like us to go in. Oh, me? Yep. Oh, man, You're I'm running the show here. Oh, You're last, sweet. Natalie. Don't let this go to your fucking head. Here. How about Jeff, Ryan, me? Great. Mm. Sounds perfect. In normal <laughs> order. It's great. Number five for me. Okay. Is Tiny Towns. Oh, that, that game, game can, can fucking suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Tiny Towns, you suck, suck it. You suck, suck it. Tiny Towns can suck Take it. Take out your suck it and you suck it. You suck, suck it. it. Number suck five for towns. Ryan is a game that Rado called the best game of the year last year, <laughs> maybe 2021, and it's called Roll Camera. If there was an adult version of this game, you know what it'd be called, Jeff? Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Natalie, what do you got? What's your number five? Uh, my number five is a game we just played. <laughs> it's called My Little Everdell, and the reason that this game can suck it is because it made me lose to it, a six, nine, and eleven-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I lost to a six-year-old. Suck it, game. Suck it, yeah, this game can suck it. Natalie stands up and <laughs> humps the table as she does the cross arms. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what's number four? This sorry, one sorry, has you did that, a couple meanings for number four. Oh, a, I hate the game, so it can suck it. Suck it. And B, in the game, if you do well enough, you might get some sucking. Suck it. Fog of love. Ooh. Suck it. That's a perfect one. So you suck it during the love part, yep. but while you're playing, the game fucking sucks. It sucks. And it can suck Lots it. of suck happening in this S game. Suck. Suck Go it. suck yourself. Suck it. <laughs> we are saying the word suck more in this episode. It's going to be the most used word of the Gamecasters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. If, we did, if we did a word cloud of this yeah. episode, right. it right. would be huge in the middle. Of the <laughs> Number four for me is the game called Bananagrams because of that one outtake in Board with Life. Yep. Yeah, can suck it <laughs> Where Nikki right. is just shoving the, the fucking banana grams in her mouth. <laughs> yep. She's kind of sucking it. Yep. Natalie, what's number four? My number no. four is 
Sorry, I'm letting you what? do this. Oh, my number four is Lisboa because that game can suck it. Suck it's it. too long. It's too boring. It's too much. It also kind of sounds like suck Project L. It. Yeah, I kind of thought Lisboa. I was like, it's a, you did you? Sounds, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number three. Number three, <sighs> Jeff. You can do it. Right, let's do it again. Now, now, yeah, you do it. it. Oh, God. Jeff, number three. My number three is Hughes and Q's. Fuck that game. Suck Fuck it. Fuck it. Ooh, that game yeah. sucks. That suck does. it, Hughes and Q's. That's a game I would just be like, that game sucks. That game sucks. People are <laughs> yeah. like, suck it. Oh, Hughes and Q's is so fun. No, that game sucks. If someone was like at a table, so if we go to Origins and someone's playing Hughes and Q's, hey, you want to play Hughes and Q's? Suck it. I'm suck not it. playing that fucking game. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> You'll notice from my list, I didn't necessarily, necessarily always go with games that suck, and this is one of them. Number three is Pulsar 2849, designed by Vlad. Vladimir, suck it. And what else is more than when it sucked? Yep. Nice. Pulsar, suck it, suck it, suck it. My number three is uh, Skull King, which is a game that can suck it. Suck it. I like that game. I like that game. No, you don't. It freaks me out, but I like it. I what don't. You're right. Fuck it. Suck it. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm on I'm on board. Suck it. That game can suck it. Suck yeah, that game can suck it. All right, number two. All right, maybe this is a game I don't necessarily hate, but I kind of hate. Order Overload Cafe. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. Hey, do you want to remember anything? Suck it. Suck I'm not it. remembering it. Fuck you. I don't get I don't it. No. I can't remember. I, no. Not going. Uh, milk, soy, latte, suck it. Don't care. <laughs> Banana, muffin, suck it. Banana, don't, gram, don't muffin. Want it. Nope. Banana, muffin, gram. <laughs> Number two for me is Hungry, Hungry Hippos because you never know until you try. Oh, my God. Ooh, all right. My yeah, number two. Natalie, you hit the button and I'll just be right there. <laughs> <Suck> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> My number two is a game that, um, okay, it's Paint the Roses. And this is the opposite reason that Devin would put this game on the list because I think we kill it at this game. We're so good at it. Good at it. Oh, so I'm like in your face kind of suck it. Oh, like, yeah. like listen, suck it, game. Queen of Hearts. Roses. Yeah, listen, suck it. Queen of Hearts, suck it. You suck thought it. you could get the best of me? Suck it. Suck it. You are the cutest, nerdiest <laughs> little. F- that is the whitest thing anyone's ever They're about said. to bang. <laughs> hey, Queen of Hearts, you think you can get the best of me? Gotcha. <laughs> well, so it. It. <laughs> Imagine you saying that on the streets, in the mean streets. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what's your number one? <laughs> Is that what the yeah, hey, All right, Jeff, what's your number one? That's me trying to be Here we go. <laughs> You're trying to be who? There you go. You go go to the bathroom. <laughs> that's her na- oh that's Natalie's man voice. <laughs> Um, well, quick shout out to Devin. Devin would put two games on this list. Okay. One, Paint the Roses. Because suck it. Yep. Suck it. And two, Extraordinary Pirates, some shit yeah, game. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Joe's Pirate that one, Game. For real. My number one game. I went with games I really don't like other than the cafe game, which yeah. I find annoying but fun. Um, every year, someone says, hey, do you want to play this game? And all I can think in my head is, no. Suck, suck it. it. Suck it. This game is called Wits and Wagers. Oh, I hate That's a good that one. game suck it. so much. Suck, suck I, it. I will avoid playing that game. Suck, suck it. it. Wits suck and Waggers. Number one for me. <laughs> waggers. Number one for me is a game called that Jeff loves called Broom Service. Now listen, the game can suck it. Also, I feel like the title is another name for sucking it. Yeah, Broom Service. Oh, oh give me some broom service. Give me some broom service. Oh, suck my broom. <laughs> My holster my broom. Mouth holster my broom. Broom service. Can you sweep with that? Suck it. Well, it's just a handle. You can oh. sweep the barbershop. The broom part of the pubes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's the broom? <laughs> That's Thank you. All right, what do you got? Okay, number my number one is a game that can really suck it, and it's called Tuberinth. Tuberinth can suck it. Because it's a tube? Because it's, it's the most tubes. impossible game there is. Oh damn! Suck it. I, I, you know what I typed? And in you I, can suck it through a tube. I typed. I in Google. I went games with, board games with holes in them because I wanted act, the the game to actually suck it. <laughs> I didn't really. Find I much. thought of like I went on a board game. You guys like what kind of vacuum games are there? Did you see <laughs> sucking yes. vacuum? There was yes. a game called yes. sucking, sucking vacuum. vacuum. I saw that or too. I was like, is there any game about leeches? They suck. 
Like, oh, yeah. These, I, I was almost at a list of vampire games. Vampire, I was like, yep, I just got a whole good. list of vampire games. Let's get another joke from ChatGPT. Okay. Why did the chef get fired from the soup kitchen? Why? Because um, he told all the customers to suck it and eat their soup. What? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Suck it up. Dang, I ruined it. Oh, damn. <laughs> these funny. all keep saying suck it Still up. Still not good. And these, these are blue. They're all so like clean. They're all about well, like ChatGPT, sucking it up a straw. I tried telling ChatGPT something. I was something like, dirty. give me a, I was like, just give me an inappropriate word for this. And it was like, no. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't like that. Yeah. It was like, did you hey. hear about the Italian chef though? No, I didn't hear about him. Ah, uh, he passed away. Oh, shit. <laughs> like that one? Yeah. Because pasta, yeah, pasta, and then pasta passed and away. Passed what if you say, tell me a dirty joke? Is going to be about like like a Mud. mess? <laughs> if yeah, I say, if I say, if I say, yeah, okay. Can you tell me a dirty joke? <laughs> Here's what it says. I apologize, but I'm not able to generate explicit or adult-oriented content. If you have any other type of joke or question you'd like me to help with, please let me know. Hmm. What a waste. Can I just say suck? I it. actually, I saw <laughs> this like meme the other day. Um, on Instagram and it was basically like <laughs> it said something about like I wish you know this AI stuff would like do something like like look at all the groceries that I buy and then like estimate when I will be out or running low on them and then look at all the local stores and and find the best deals and then give me a list of like what to buy like so based you want it on, to like, be your coupon cutter yeah that's what you want and that then tell you happen. when you're gonna need that's stuff and then it was like what I don't want is for for it to like make a picture of me as an astronaut do something useful instead I like of like that, <laughs> it's entertainment right yeah. now because right now it's Everything like we don't so need it yeah scary useful that's really funny. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters, mad board gamer, gateway gear. So head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan and you have been listening to the Gamecasters. Good night everybody. All right, Natalie, say Buffalo eight times. Oh, Buffalo, Buffalo. Well, hold on. Make it grammatically correct. Yeah. Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Jeff? Was that eight? Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Buffalo, 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 Buffalo.